Critter, <laughs> the Scots didn't get what they deserved at Flodden, and I don't know why you keep bringing it up. Anyway. <laughs> just want to understand. I want to know. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Dark Heresy, where I, a ghost of canon past, bring it back up to haunt the present. Let's start up with some bookkeeping, you cunts. Um, so, Brilliant. you were all promoted last session. Congratulations. You are now Brilliant all throne agents. agents. Uh, you've got given some additional abilities. There should be a new handout given to you called Throne Agent Available Assets. This is a full list of the aircraft and stormtroopers Lane has kindly put under your supervision. Obviously, I'm hoping you don't have the need to call in a fucking gunship in the middle of a scholopogenium, but stranger things have happened. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's there. This is basically yeah, just what is available. Obviously, this is only available if the Ipcress is in orbit, and obviously you have to request this from Lane as well. So like, you need to have communication, you need to get his permission. Um, like, he's probably unlikely to let you bring in all the stormtroopers just to beat up some guy you don't like, or to force your way into a table at a nice restaurant that you're being barred from. But, um, you know... But what if it's a very nice restaurant? I think Lane would come down himself and book a reservation. Um, what are the rules of exterminatus? Uh, you guys can't call in an exterminatus, and I don't even think Lane would have enough ship power to do it. He could potentially requisition a fleet to do so, um, but that is still a bit beyond you fuckers. No, but um, you're saying it's possible. Oh, anything's possible. <laughs> How about just this. one exterminat? Just, <laughs> <laughs> just singular exterminat, yeah. yeah. Um, That's a continuation of Tora's middle name. <laughs> Tora, that dog-punching guy, exterminat, hail. I love it. I love it so much. Oh. <laughs> right, so the Ipcress sits in orbit of Thragandia 4. Below you, you can see the spires of two hive cities piercing the clouds, numerous great manufacturing facilities, and all the hubbub of Imperial life in this quiet corner of the galaxy. Oh, thanks for the alarm. Oh, he's getting his chicken. Um, that's fine. <laughs> um, I'll pause I this because I don't, I don't want him to miss the intro. I think it's very important. Bear in mind, around the same time, last recording, Raph decided to deep throw a pizza. So I, I don't know if it's like... Maybe it's a Scottish thing. I think so, He's yeah. He just lower down throughout his neck, actually, yeah. and it strips it. Yeah. I think he can only listen to an English guy speak so much before he starts... Um, Eating food. Yeah, he starts chanting, Bannock burn. Bannock burn, and then he has to go get some uh, some chicken. Otherwise, he gets really upset. <laughs> I'm learning a lot about you know culture over that way <laughs> through this, and I that's I think what I like the most about the role play that we do. Yeah, that it's broadly based on Scottish medieval uh, Anglo-Scottish relationships. <laughs> yeah, um, I sometimes oh feel God. like this is a bit of a medieval relationship in that I'm like the feudal lord and you're the peasants, um, and you know. You're stuck within my system and unable to leave it because of the feudal system. But, you know, all you can do is do this and go to church every Sunday. Might be the American in me, but I have a strong urge to rebel and I don't know why. Strange that. Um, yeah, God, weird. How far away huh. is this kitchen? Like, it's still gone. I mean, they. I think actually um, in Scotland they have one shared kitchen, if I recall correctly. <laughs> I was learning about it. Yeah, yeah so you got to go all the way down that way. So <laughs> hey, we I might guess be here it's for a while. <laughs> Oh, well, the I'm, glad. I'm glad yeah. we're at... Uh... Oh, here he is. Here oh, he wow, is. that was a pretty quick ship. There he is, right. eating Good. it. Uh, eating seafood, and... never mind. And once he's got his headphones back on, and there we go. 
So, below you see all the hubbub of Imperial life in this quiet corner of the galaxy. Of exclusive interest to you is the Polar Ice Cap, where Thragandius Scholar Progenium conducts its operations, training the Imperium's orphans to become what the Emperor requires of them. Lane has asked you to find him some new recruits, to replace the losses suffered in the Battle of the Venator Magna. It's currently about 3pm local time. What would you like to do before you head planetside? Mm. If anything. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think before planet side and um, after having shouted at our family to go grab whatever he had out in the mess hall because the yeah. microwave was pinging something fierce. <laughs> mm. um, I, can... I, I, think, I, was, I think both of you. I was kicking my get... chicken in the microwave. <laughs> 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 we know our family, it's fine. Well, family's mm. absolutely the cunt to cook fish in like the workplace microwave <laughs> and just blame other people. Yeah, <laughs> as BGC, I didn't do it. Uncovered then, as it spotted everywhere. Back, and then I don't even eat it in the like snack room either. I just walked back to my office space. <laughs> you could have used canteen. Oh, you could have said cafeteria. Oh. I like that we have a snack room on deck now. <laughs> <laughs> now you're thrown agents. You're, yeah, you're getting a snack room. I just have to build it. Um, yeah. So what would you guys like to do in your um, your little ship? Well, it's not your ship. It's Lane's big ship. I like but to have a little snack room, personally. What is all this crap? Uh, you guys started playing Hangman. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, we did. <laughs> oh, that's right. Um, <laughs> so this is, Nobody this got is it you... either. No. I imagine it's Emperor. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be right. Good job, the man's not hanged. Is BGZ coming with us? Uh, you haven't asked him. He's been up in the garden he does seem to be in sort of a deep meditative trance he's not been as responsive as i think he has previously he seems to be ruminating on a lot of things on hibernate mode i think i remember like saying that like i would have spoke to him i just didn't have anything specific to say as yeah. a character but i, I think he's... i just don't know if he's meant to come on this mission or not well whether or not he's up he, he's meant to is completely up to you guys um he is a combat servitor, a servitor, Skidari, so he's probably not as useful in a diplomatic mission. Um, Actually, no, he should come. Okay. These are going to be his squad mates. You can make him batter them, like as a test of faith. Yeah, sure. Something. Sure. <laughs> I think you summon BGZ from the guard begrudgingly. He, he... I would have gone was... to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you click your fingers and he appears like a <laughs> loyal dog. Um, but yeah, he, he comes. Um, lovely. Is there anything else you guys would like to do? I email my old professor. <laughs> I'm back, bitch. And then I break through the roof. <laughs> you just crash down through all of it. Um, know that, uh, good to see, the video. Good to, see, good to see we don't hold that disability against you. <laughs> you know that video of the guy like falls through the, the shop ceiling? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, oh, like, hi, Charles. Whatever it's, yeah. <laughs> What's up, Steve? That's hey, James. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to oh. be me. Is there anything else you'd like to do? I um, sharpen my flame. You sharpen your flamethrower. <laughs> it is as sharp as the flames have ever looked. Yeah, no. I think I'd just be getting making sure that my kit is in order and um, making sure I've got my class A's on as we go down there. Lovely. Yeah, this is shock and awe. You know, it's, it's you. You polish up your armor. You look as nice as you can. I think BGZ is kind of. Got his armor repainted so he doesn't look fucking tattered. Um, 
So yeah, in the hangar, instead of your standard Arva shuttles, there is a sleek Aquila lander that Lane uses for more formal occasions, and it's being prepared for takeoff by two slack-jawed servitors. Lane leans up against a railing, reading a data slay, and he gives you a wave as you come in. I wave back. I also wave back. Wait, he stops waving. <laughs> um, I, w- I keep waving. I don't stop waving. Perfect. I, re- I read the situation, and I stop <laughs> waving. Okay. So you got the lander. Um, it... It's pretty much, yeah, Justice Lander in the hangar right now. Um, Lane's just, I don't know, reading the local foot, football scores. <laughs> He's down to sleep. Oh, I hear the international Euros on, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the trouble <laughs> is with Vega. He always puts Walker on too early, on. <laughs> uh, always walk it in. Like, try terrible. and walk it in. Yeah. Anyway, how are we all doing? Uh, well enough, sir. Oh, sir, you have called me sir before, Lothar. Wow. Uh, nice. You know, different anyway. uh, times, different responsibilities, you know. Oh, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh, um... sir. Oh, sir. <laughs> you know well, sir. Oh, look at me, sir. I'm doing great, sir. Oh, oh sir. Well you can put your arm together. down now, our family. <laughs> I'm still waving. Good. <laughs> I noticed. Well, um, well, without further ado, then, um, and he gestures over towards the, the lander. I stopped waving. <laughs> About halfway through trying to find the one seat that isn't just the baby seat that I get relegated to so every is, single fucking time. This is time. a plush lander. Like it, it has a lot more seats than the standard shuttles. It's This is his diplomatic craft. Um, oh. Tori, you recognize this one? It, it, yeah, there's fucking velvet upholstery. It's fucking sick. Um, Tori, you recognize this one as the one that you jumped out of when you <laughs> made a dynamic entry on uh, Al-Jadar. Um It's nice in here. So as you board it, Lane waves you off. His voice echoes across the hangar. Don't disappoint me, throne agents, and I will see you in a week. I turn to Luthal. We're fucked. <laughs> I turn back. But yeah, I think we're pretty fucked, actually. Uh, BGZ is very awkwardly waving at, <laughs> uh, at his weird semi-boss, Lane, as, as it takes off. So yeah, you are gone, launching from the Ipcrest with great speed and great comfort. The lander makes re-entry and then turns sharply, heading north to the ice cap. It will be some time before you arrive. Is there anything you would like to discuss before you land? So what kind of people are we looking for then? Well, I would would think that we would probably want folks who know how to handle a hell gun and can do so quietly. I think what's important is you don't get any nerds. You have to make sure we have no nerds at all. It's an old jock ship, the Ipcrest. <laughs> right. How would somebody I can share a meal with? <laughs> I don't want to be sitting awkwardly having some eggs and breakfast, and the only chat being had is, how about that local Laz cannon upgrade? Mm, that's not what I want. <laughs> Who have you been sitting across since? Somehow, I don't think that... The family lowers his sunglasses and looks at Luthor. What do you get yourself? <laughs> Why did you get those? You don't need them. Don't you have a visor for the? Uh... Yeah, I have. I have eyes that are probably able to you know, <laughs> dim a little bit in sunny conditions. <laughs> um, I would like to assume that Amelia has current roster and their abilities on hand. Um, not yet. I will. Give this to you guys. No, soon. no, no, not the not the new recruits, the current. I was ones. in the current ones. Yeah, if you check the available assets, you see you've got 
um, Stormtrooper Platoon Cleo, who is the commanding officer, and you've got 10 out of 20 Stormtroopers. Lane says there's 10 applicants who are ready for you, but only generally choose five of them. And the if... 10 that we currently have working for us... Yes. Are there any noticeable, like... Skills, you know, like oh, um, we got a demolitions expert. We got a. It's it's generally pretty rounded because there's ten, so it's sort of like a full squad. You have got a variety of people. They're generally good at, you know, both individual performance as intimidation figures, but also working as a squad. You got heavy weapons, lighter weapons, stealth. Um, you know that Lane likes his stormtroopers working as basically drop troops. They're kind of prepared a lot for Halo insertions, that sort of thing. So yeah, as as Lothar said people who know their way around a hell gun, but also maybe any special talents would, wouldn't go amiss for, you know, people in position. Right, okay. <clears throat> so yeah. this is um, highly combat-oriented. Yeah, you're not looking for the nerds here, potentially, yeah. unless you want <laughs> the nerds. Um, ah, fuck the nerds. Uh, it's always useful to have other skills than Think just of it like that. you're basically getting to choose the the top ten graduates from like a special forces training school. Now, all of them are probably going to be good with the gun, but some of them might have other skills that might be useful. Um, and your goal is to choose five from the ten. Might be difficult. I hope. Any of them good in P- with PR by any chance? I think we probably do that. Realistically, I feel like that's where we're lacking the I love that we are looking for stormtroopers for our PR. That's my favorite thing about this. The PR, like thinking about it, HR departments at Ipcrest could probably do for an upgrade in general. It's just Janet, isn't it? It is, yeah, it's just Janet. Just kind of woefully, woefully unprepared for literally any situation. If you guys don't cock up so much, you wouldn't need an HR department. I just like. Imagine it's like the uh, like she has like a desk in like some dark room which has an in and an out folder and in is just constantly growing and growing and growing. But this isn't gonna be a separate squad or anything, they're all working with the other ten. So it's yeah, it is all integrated, so you don't need to choose like an officer to command them. These guys are gonna be um integrated into the existing squad, which will probably be split into two. Um so these recruits will be evenly spread, so you're not gonna have a whole team of rookies and a whole team of veterans. Um yeah. I mean, as you've kind of seen, Lane tends to deploy them en masse, although split into two squads of ten sometimes. Uh, you also know these are not all the stormtroopers that are on the Ipcrest. You've seen some of the stormtroopers up in the Astropaths quarters, um, where there are a lot more than just the ten that you know are down on your deck. These are just the ones under your but deck. But we're, we're also starting to be given command of these people ourselves, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think I'll just then uh, just kind of suggest, you know, like we should probably consider some more specialized units uh, for our purposes. For example, more stealth. Oh, well, units that can get in and out without being seen might be more <laughs> useful than just always sending down something in a big show. I don't understand. We know. I like the sound like, of that. I'm pretty sure I'd be able to pick out the best of the best out of that, as far as those who would be thoughts. quiet. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Wholeheartedly agree. I was trying to the worst, like a teacher. Terror. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. I don't know how you're gonna how you're gonna teach them without ketchup and mustard. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
So you hear muffled radio chatter as your craft dips lower and approaches the facility. The pilot rattles off a long code you don't recognise and is met by a satisfying beep as the security clearance has passed. As you drift over the ice, you can picture hidden flat cannons buried within the snow, stopping their targeting manoeuvres. As the lander turns, not very hidden, no. (laughs) As the lander turns, you get your first good view of the facility. A large, tangled building in typical Gothic style, with high towers and reaching arches, set alone in an ice field. About a quarter mile away, over an ice-cold river, is a series of identical huts. And out to the northeast, a large, thin tower, imposing in its isolation. Strangely, for a secure facility, you notice that the scholar has no walls, just the ice sheet, extending for miles all around. Or Famuel, this site was identical for you some decades ago. What does it feel like to see it again? A bit of pride, to be honest. Yeah. I think Famuel would be very proud of coming here again. Like, no, obviously, it was, was very hard. Mm. Schooler. <laughs> That's what we used to call it back in the day as well, funnily enough. We used to call schooler. it Schooler. Yeah. I have named this episode Back to Scholar, so... Um, <laughs> all your school fans will be welcome. Be it's a polar ice cap, it's fucking freezing, mate. I didn't remember that part, but I'm going to assume that I took my winter <laughs> I'm going to assume you did too. Or family looks down at his Hawaiian t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Sun's out, guns out. Yeah. Oh, dear. So, your craft circles round and comes in for a landing in a central landing pad in the scholar's massive courtyard. Perhaps a thousand students, the scholar, are arranged to meet you as you touch down. In the centre stand the tutors in their dress uniforms. As you disembark, there is a sudden mass ruffling of plain grey uniforms as all those present salute. Looking around at the students, there are a range of ages. Some could be no more than seven years old, standing near the back of the courtyard, with those closest to you being in their late teens. You notice each of the older students wears a simple armband denoting their path of training. Stormtroopers, Sisters of Battle, Ecclesiarchy, Adeptus Terra, Adeptus Arpides, Commissaria, and many such devices you do not recognise. The cold here is biting, but no one seems to be shivering. Except for you. (laughs) Fucking Mechanicus ain't cut out for this. Uh, Code never bothered me anyway. I like the warm. I'll let it go. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) As your lander takes off again and begins the ascent back to the Ipcrest, the tutors walk towards you. A huge man in the long flowing robes and armour of a senior drill abbot bows his head to you and begins to speak. We of Thragandia Force, Scholar Progenium, welcome such prestigious guests as the Ordo Xenos. I am drill abbot Denzo Hagen, head tutor. Please allow me to introduce our respective department heads. And then he points at the uh, the figures arranged behind him. Commissar Idris Kroll, who teaches tactics, discipline, and military history. Sergeant Major uh, Urson Veld, who teaches marksmanship, survival, and physical fitness. Master Linvard Corbe, organization, history, and imperial law. And finally, Almanes Advance, Lucille B. Abanid, medicine, faith, and mental purity. Master de Corbet has taken the liberty to assemble our ten finest progenitor of the Stormtroopers stream, and I will have their information forwarded to your rooms. It is a rare day we can let our students display the skills we have taught them at such a high office as yours, so please do not hesitate to ask for anything you wish during your stay with us. You are our honoured guests. Commissar Crone has requested the honour of a tour, and I will uh, leave you to his capable hands. 
So of the head tutors arranged before you, Commissar Krohn is the only one all of you recognise. His sleek black uniform of a full-ranking commissar still sends an involuntary shiver down your spine, Lothar. Mm-hmm. A new addition is his bionic leg, which he seems to have adapted to well as he walks oh, towards you. Yeah. <laughs> or Famuel, there is one of the tutors you recognise. Drill Abbott Denzo Hagen, the now head of school. When you were in attendance here, Denzo was a freshly trained drill abbot, just returned from campaigning with the Imperial Guard. It seems the years since have not been kind to him. His skin is more wrinkled than ever. <laughs> Same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you both look like shit. Um, so his skin is more wrinkled than ever, but you know that he can still strike a blow across your head with the same fury as in your youth. Kron mm. bows his head to you all. Greetings, throne agent. So would you like a tour first or to be shown to your rooms? Huh, what about I give the tour, baby? I don't say baby. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I have heard you were a former student here of Amir. Some would say I am the creme of this crop. <laughs> I mean, it, it's rare that someone from Thrugandia Scholar Progenium ends up in the uh, the Inquisition, so you you are in quite vaunted company. Thank you for having us. <coughs> so, tour I'd or like rooms? A tour. Oh. I would agree with the tour as well. Perfect. Well, right this way. And then he leads you out of the courtyard into a main hall. This hall would not be out of place on an Imperial flagship. Its high ceilings are lit dimly by candles, illuminating the hanging tapestries and paintings, each one a heroic depiction of one of the different paths Progena may walk. Along the length of the room is a huge stone carving covered in thousands of names with small symbols next to each. Along the top is a phrase in High Gothic, those who have brought us honour. Or Famuel, you know that this stretch of stone is the wall of honour carved for any student that successfully completes their training, or who dies with glory in the process of it. Would you like to look at the wall? You don't have to, we can move on. Is, <laughs> is, your, is your name on there? Oh, yeah. I was I wondering thought, that too. I yeah, like, I thought you were going to continue, sorry. I didn't realize you were, uh, if you'd like to try it, you're going to have to give me a perception roll, because you weren't actually here when they carved it, and it's fucking massive. I would just turn to you, Crawley. Are you, are you basically familiar where the class of 40k is? <laughs> Oh yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he he walks. Thankfully, the way you're going, it's quite far down the um, length of the uh, the room. Um, you kind of see it is arranged kind of by by year. Uh, there are a lot of students who, you know, seem to mostly go towards the um, Adeptus Administratum. There's quite a few who go into the Imperial Guard, just judging from the little symbols now. It's very rare to see any that have the Inquisition symbols. Um, could I get as your... Uh, I think after some time you manage to find your name or family with the, the small Ecclesiarchy symbol next to it. Um, as you're looking at it, could I get an awareness roll, please? Uh... Let's see here. You can, if I can just find where it is. Here we go. Any modifiers? None. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Other people you can control sure? the awareness if you want. Okay, yeah, you don't. Because <laughs> without any modifiers, it's impossible for me to pass any perception rules. <laughs> you do not pass it. Um... <laughs> Why is it that bad? Your eye popped out here uh, for a female. 
Uh, oh, oh, sorry. Oh, oh, how embarrassing. <laughs> it's really, really embarrassing. Chrome oh, guys, pretends I... not to look, but he absolutely <laughs> I don't know, guys. I feel like I should be seeing something. I should be aware of something that I just can't, can't quite get. Can anybody else here be aware of this situation? <laughs> looking through your eyes, I realize you're looking at your own feet. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that might be part of the problem. Well, I mean, I mean, I don't know what we would be looking. No, exactly. For like, here. don't look if you don't have a reason to. So, I mean, well, I'd I be see like his name. At, yeah, if he points at my name, be like, here I am. Look at that, glorious. Oh look, beautiful. there's a symbol of corn right next to you. <laughs> <laughs> Just a funny inquisition. Look, your name is like stigmata. It's bleeding. It's so strange. <laughs> Why oh, is that dear. statue crying? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So, the tour around. Uh, the main building takes around an hour, and you get the feeling that Kroll has only shown you a fraction of it. He takes you past classrooms. There are ancient libraries, hallucinariums. Excuse me, I've just got to cough. Oh, somebody's having a rough time over the hallucinarium. Hallucinarium. Hallucinarium? Hallucinarium. It is a place where um, it allows training. <laughs> well, it allows training in a enclosed space by imagine a holodeck but with drugs um as with most things in 40k um yeah imagine that basically it allows for obviously they're quite limited in terrain here seeing as it's a polar ice cap but say if you wanted to replicate a jungle you would replicate the conditions of the jungle within it basically give well drug your um candidates to make them believe that they're there and just live fire exercise off you go um as you pass through a couple of those, uh, you get the kind of feeling they run underground, given the position of them. They seem to be quite large structures. There are also armories, Medicaid facilities, and a sealed room with a sign above it calling it the Correction Throne. As he walks back towards uh, the main courtyard, he speaks. So, um, that is the main scholar building. And we'll head out into the main courtyard and then head towards the barracks for you to see where the progenists sleep. I um, also wanted to thank you again for saving my life back on Buntrix. It, uh, if it wasn't for you, I'd have perished in No Man's Land. Now at least I can continue serving the Emperor even if it is away from the front line. Anyway, before we head back out into the cold, do you have any questions? Uh, who's the chef? It seems the chef is last time I was here. Um, the, there was a whole kitchen team. Um, I imagine we our old chef retired um, peacefully a couple of years ago, so I imagine it, it that might have been him. Oh. Um, he used to make these great, like, he called it pizza, but it was just bread with tomato sauce and cheese on top of it. But it so the current, the current head chef used to be his apprentice, so there's a nice sort of chain of... Um, please don't worry about food, honestly. Anything you guys want, we'll be able to get it for you. Ah, excellent. <laughs> I find what Pat's eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Except for eggs, it's a terrible... No, just a second. Um... <laughs> We have, we have chicken, no egg. No eggs. <laughs> oh dear. So yeah. Oh yeah. I'd be, I'd be pretty much in all. Cool. Uh, so, I would be constantly looking around though, being like, oh yes. He'd be like a dickhead on tour. He'd be like, oh, this is where yeah, I did this. Yeah. This is where I did that. It's He's oh, basically on like day. a <laughs> campus open day. Um, he's. Yeah. I think it's weird for him because the first time he came in here, he was probably like six or seven years old and now he's coming at it as like a fully grown man and it's it's like going around your old school where it seemed massive when you were there and it feels tiny now to him yeah. it's still a fucking big room but it seemed enormous um so 
the courtyard, as you go back into it, is completely empty and silent, save for the howling wind. The snow is falling lightly, and three quad bikes have been placed by the entrance, ready for you all to head to the barracks. Um, so these are very much a one in the front, one in the back thing. Um, Kron gets on his own quad bike. Um, yeah, who wants to drive? Hold on. I'll drive. Yeah. I'll drive. Yep. There's three of them. There's three of them. Three two man ones. So six like total a, can go. Yeah, so like we a should be fine. From Halo. Oh, yeah, that's... yeah, no, yeah, just make it... Yeah, because I was saying BGZ is here. BGZ says I will walk. Um... <laughs> one zero oh, one actually, zero, my friend. Actually, no, he he'd be able to oh, sit on the back with him yeah. potentially. Oh, with Chrome. No, yeah, yeah. so we've me. got we've got four people. No, four pe five people uh, with BGZ plus Chrome. Two each. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. I'll go with BGZ. Perfect. Who's driving, BGZ or you? Uh, what is his skill? Not Why good. Is shit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, where, where do I find that? Surface operate? I have two, yeah. so I guess me. Perfect, you're a decent driver. Can I intimidate the quad bike? Uh, you can absolutely <laughs> roll for it. As you do so, I'm going to take the smart approach and sit with a crawl. <laughs> cool, you sit behind. I know, so I know put for your hands on the hips of a commissar. <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna keep that a respect. <laughs> Shut the fuck up that you passed that intimidate roll on a bike. Um, <laughs> I intimidate the quad bike. What happens? Uh, I think as as you go to turn the key in it, because let's be honest, I think Tor is on the back or Famuel's driving. Um, <laughs> the boys. Uh, I, I think the engine doesn't immediately start. I think you give it a stern look, and the engine immediately spins <laughs> into life. With um, can, can someone roll a, a D2? Uh, sure. I got it. It's a two. I'm okay, scared. moving on. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Glad we did that. Is, is that all? Poor guy. Is anything else go with that? <laughs> Cool, okay. I just want to roll <laughs> This is like me just saying, can I get a perception roll? And just going, hmm, interesting. Uh, this, this is, you've turned it around onto the DM and I feel very vulnerable. <laughs> I always know uh, what would have happened if I passed the awareness test. As, as, as Og is trying to figure out what his own D2 means, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit in with a crawl and say, you know, glad, glad to see you're in good health and trying to get myself situated on this bike here. With your arms, you're able to eagerly click on him. <laughs> you can reach round to the nips if you want to. It's um, no, 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 no. Absolutely respectful. Um, I'm going to make sure I'm holding onto the seat it. as opposed yeah. to him. I'm making like sure that I do not touch him physically if I can Good. help it. It's the ceiling ghost all over again. <laughs> but with it's a quad bike. Well, so you <laughs> get your hands behind you on the bike, dick yeah. <laughs> All right, all right. How do you wear pants? I'd like to ask no, that I question. No, I didn't mean that your dick was out of your pants, just that your dick is pointed forward in that position. <laughs> mm. Truck. It is that should be pointed forward me. in any position. No, but if you put your hands behind you on a motorcycle, you're like... What does it mean? I'm you're picturing... You're pushing yourself out more. Yeah. Well, sh sure. I, yeah, I am going to be leaning back with, you know, my the, the, the two arms behind to hold on to the back of the bike. the first thing that sure. might possibly touch him is your dick. <laughs> I, I would hope to God it was my knees first. I think your your leaving Lothar very well endowed. Oh, you're with. Him. 
<laughs> no, I'm, I'm leaning long back. Arms, long dick. You guys are the fucking worst, honestly. Like, I'm trying to. I write a session and I, I try and. I honestly sit down here and I think, what bits are they going to get hung up on? And sometimes there'll be an offhanded joke that I make that doesn't get picked up on. And sometimes it'll be shit like this, where it's literally a single line in a paragraph. Um, and you can't spend 10 minutes arguing about who's next touching the commissar. Oh my god. <laughs> Absolute fucking worst players. I have the misfortune is, of To be fair, this feels, this feels a lot like my time back in the PDF, because we would does, think that yes. the same kind of, <laughs> the same kind of jokes would happen too. Yeah, absolutely. It was, oh, it was so a test jokes. Of, Oh, no, no, no. It was, it was, you, a, it was a test of courage. It was like in the middle of the night. No, no, no. It was a test of courage in the middle of the night. See how close you get your dick to the commissar. You're pulling it in your hand and all that kind of shit. Absolutely. Totally. Who so replaced you... my pencil with a dick? <laughs> Where is my pencil and why is it a penis? He goes to grab his belt pistol. Oh, whoops, it's a cock. Oh, that's a terrible game. Um, oh, sorry. That's a spank. Penis. Anyone, anyone <laughs> driving? <laughs> Anyone uh, driving, so can I get well. a can I get an operate surface test, please, to drive these little quad bikes? Do I get There's a bonus because I assume these are the quad bikes? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll give you a plus 10 bonus on this, by the way. You have still I'm gonna the hate machine it. spirit. I'm going to oh hate so much if that... Uh -oh. pass it. Perfect, you've passed that one. Ooh. I'm going to fate that and pass. <laughs> so, the, the Emperor does not smile on much, but he absolutely smiles on your sick-ass quad bike skills. Um, no way they can look bad on motorcycles. Uh, BGC, as you're hurtling eastwards across the barracks, BGC says, by the on the side, this is the most exciting thing I've done this solar cycle. He's loving it. Um, I think Emperor smiles. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Tony Hawk and an Emperor in the same room at the same time. That's true. You mean Tony so, Space Marine? That's Tony him. Space Marine. Jimmy Space. Tony Space Marine. Tony Blood Angel. So you, you go over the small stone bridge next to the barracks. You head to the northern block. Um, so row upon row of identical huts are here and trimmed with a dusting of snow. The snow between them has been crushed into compacted ice. The southern huts seem to be more group dwellings for younger students, whereas the northern huts are individual lodgings for older students. They seem to get their own little, you know, private room, whereas the early the southern ones are more barracks. Um, yeah, you can kind of see the tower over in the east. Um, but yeah, that is that is all there is to the barracks. There's not a huge amount of students here. There's a few who are like running in their gym clothes around the what barracks. What was the tower again? Or do we not know yet? We uh, don't know. Uh, you can... I, I tapped Torah behind me and say, we used to call that place Penis Point. <laughs> 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 so, Crone, as he steps off of the quad bike, says, yes, it's uh, Penitence Point. It's where we, um, well, place the uh, students who, um, well, perhaps will not make it through the training for you know, various misdemeanors, such as, you know, calling it Penis Point would be one of them. Um, <laughs> That I'm not inclined to comment on that further. Uh, you see a few scholar quickly leave this area. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so that's that's, that's I, I noticed that Crawl didn't roll. Uh, I know didn't roll either. Uh, his his cyberlek uh, is actually an auto pass when it comes to specifically quad bikes. I got a, I got a quad bike too. My robot eyes help me. Well, okay. I, I, I'm just kidding. You don't 
<laughs> I'll make a character sheet for every fucking NPC. You yeah. Can. yeah. <laughs> let me let me if you roll... give an NPC a first name and a last name. You have to have a character sheet. That's right. Let me let me just roll. Yeah, that's right. Because quintessential definitely has. <laughs> it's, it's... Now it's gone. All these guys do have first and last names, actually. All the teachers, which is annoying um, for me <laughs> to remember. Um, so yeah, he gets back onto the quad bike, um, kind of gesturing. That's pretty much it for the barracks, but at least you know where the, you know your potential applicants are um, sleeping. Um, I walk along the barracks, and I'm trying to find a mark I left over 40 years ago, or whatever. Give I me an old... perception. Give me a perception roll. <laughs> <laughs> Will there be any modifiers to it? Because I know where it is. Where Why it is your perception bad? This is uh, what's called uh, priests begin with not priests. Right, and I'm assuming it's lower because your face got melted. No, my perception has never changed. It's always been twenty. But oh. the trouble is, he's not trained. So it's it's awareness that you always fail at because you're not trained in awareness. You get a minus yeah. twenty penalty. Right? I was just wondering because I was going to say oh. if that was a negative due to that, you would no, obviously no, no. have replaced your eyes. No. So. Um, give my, me... my fellowship was one that reduced to four after being on like forty. That <laughs> <laughs> was that was a bit of a you know give wacky me... situation. <laughs> uh, mm, would this? I mean, you're recalling a position of something rather than trying to find it. I don't think you're looking for. it. I think you're trying to remember it. So, hmm. Uh, I'd say I'm I the barracks. Well, yeah, no. Would, be, uh... <laughs> would it be scr- not scrutiny? That wouldn't make sense. I mean, it would kind of be scrutiny, you know, looking around trying to find the sign. Um, hmm. Or a lot, no, not logic. Charm? Yeah, charm <laughs> the barracks. I've only. charmed the barracks. <laughs> the barracks. Um, give me, let's just say a perception roll. Uh-huh. They don't really have too much, uh, a real mental skill, do they? Ooh. Logic Ooh. is meant to cover a lot of things, but yeah, this is like recalling information, um, which I'm sad to say you are unable to work out. Um, um, because I kind of this sounds almost like lore, but then you have to specify the lore, so yeah. it's kind of weird. But I was looking for where I put this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> cats. Um, or childhood. As I'm, as I'm looking for it, though, <laughs> I do say to like people, oh, there was once I came out here in the middle of the night. I snuck away from my room when I was only about eight or nine. And I used to have this rock, which I thought was a, like, you know, when you were younger, you find like a rock, you thought it was like a really nice rock. I used to, I buried it here. I used to mark on the wall exactly where it was, but apparently can't find it. It must have been, you know, stolen by some miscreant or ne'er do well. That sounds like something that would happen here at the Scala Progenium, yeah. Mm. Well, if you notice around us, it's always snowing here, so it's not it's quite hard to find a rock. That. Oh yeah, I guess that is true. There's various stones more towards the shoreline near Penitence Point. Sorry, Penis yeah. Point. Penis Point. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna have to change the map now, aren't I? Fuck's sake. <laughs> um, lovely. So you guys hop back on the quad bike and head back towards the scholar. I'm gonna say it's getting towards, let's say six o'clock. Um, and I think Kron leads you through the main hall again, and he heads down uh, a few corridors. And eventually he brings you to your rooms. Each one of these is opulent, with a plush double bed, it's a roaring fire, and even a vid screen for watching your latest holodisks. Crone uh, explains that food will be served three times a day to your rooms, and to request it in advance for the cooks to make. And then he pulls out a data slate for you, your orders. Ribs. Um, is that for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Different animal though each time. Ooh. Surprise me. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> and green beans <laughs> and chips. Uh, maybe like a kind of honey mustard on the side as well as barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, drink, I think I'll have one cup of green tea, one cup of normal uh, like builder's brew, and one beer at lunch and dinner. Uh, at dinner as well, I'd like to have a bottle of wine, preferably some kind of Malbec. Uh, nothing as young as the past two years, at least three years, but obviously I prefer four or five. Uh, 10 p.m. to 11 p.m., I'll have a bottle of whiskey. Uh, don't care where it's from as long as it's not blended. And oh, and breakfast as well, I can have my ribs of eggs as well as the green beans and the chips. And uh, lunch, can I have an extra side of salad and salad dressing? I like ranch with some croutons and some anchovies on top of it as well, please. A single oh, bead of sweat snack. forms <laughs> on Kron's forehead as, <laughs> as he thinks back in his years at his own scholar progenium and his years spent as part of the commissariat learning the you know, the ins and out of Imperial High Society, but also the lowest society or battlefield, and nothing prepared him for such a <laughs> big smoke-style order that is <laughs> current place of work. Um, oh, talk it, about that. I'll have a burger for a midday snack at, like, 3 o'clock. Okay. Um, you see him open up, a, like, close that page on the data slate. Um, <laughs> and the rest of you? Uh, I really want our orders. <laughs> Well, just just a general thing. You could say like standard food, fancy food, whatever you want. Yeah, well, I'd like to start breakfast with eggs. Mm-hmm. I'll skip lunch. Hot. I'll have uh, salmon dinner. Perfect. Any ideas for the rest of you? Well, I can just serve you whatever we've got. It's generally good. That's um, what our staff eat. So, uh, sir, I'll take whatever um, for Jenny are having. Um, Although one request I'll make is uh, for a a, a a leek soup in the morning, if it's all right. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll see what um, the people at the kitchen can do. And um, you, Tora, I don't think we've been formally introduced, but you are our friends here. Um, saved my life back on Bum Tricks a while ago. He rolled a two. He rolled a two. I think that was... <laughs> A one was he stays awake, and a two he goes back to bed. <laughs> yeah, I don't um, know what. Well, let's continue. Um, Tora goes, oh, you fucking <laughs> He's staying there. He's staying there. I mean, the fine anyway. He's probably yeah. brain drained from all the school stuff <laughs> around him. He's, He's so boring. School. He's so scared. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Um, can't believe people go to this place to learn. Who learns these days? <laughs> so They've not seen um, a single dog. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to hallucinarium there and fucking <laughs> fight those. dogs uh, <laughs> around so, the world. Crone says, um, "Oh, I've um, I'm prepared a document with the uh, potential candidates. If you look over it tonight, um, we'll have a few lessons tomorrow. Um, it would, I imagine, be helpful if you could sit in or even teach some of them if you'd like. Um, so tomorrow it's Tactica, which is taught by me." Um, there'll be prayer uh, taught by Abbot Haben, Hagen, and there'll be marksmanship taught by Sergeant Major Veld. Uh, not all of the applicants are going to be attending these. They are all in separate classes, but there should be around two in each. Be, I'll let you know beforehand which ones are there. It'll be a good chance to kind of see them, how they act face to face. Well, we will have the opportunity to meet them before classes begin. Yeah, you, you can if you like. There'll be. I would, I would enjoy that. I would, the... I would greatly keep quite a um, tight schedule here but if there's any I, I understand but in the morning applicants you know you would like to speak to before their lesson starts do let me know and I can have them sent over perhaps just before their lesson starts 
very good. Perfect. Well, in that case, um, have a wonderful um, first night here. And um, yeah, I will see you all in the morning. Good night. Good night, Tom, sir. And then he, yeah, he slides, he airdrops something to your data slates, which is this file. <laughs> Perspective. My pair, my pair phone. So this, for those listening at home, says, my lord, these are the top 10 candidates in the Stormtroopers stream. I've attached their grades and a personal comment from myself. Bear in mind that despite criticisms, these are the very finest we have to offer and are only being graded and weighted in comparison to their already exceptional peers. Please let me know if there is anything I can do to assist you in your search for new recruits for your most venerable order. And then follows 10 small profiles of different stormtroopers, um, all range from the ages of 17 to 18. There's various grades. It's combat grade, piety, theory, theory, physical, mental, and then there's a small note from their tutor. Signed, your humble servant, Drill Abbott Denzu Hagen. So I've got a question. Um, I will. Um, combat, piety, physical, and mental makes sense. What is mm -hmm. theory about? Theory is... Let me just pick up my list of lessons. <laughs> okay. So theory <laughs> would cover uh, military history, um, history, imperial law, organization, and there's also uh, on a, uh, and medicine. Now, okay. So mental is what? Just their mental fortitude? So mental like... purity. Uh, it, yeah, basically just their discipline. That's also grading. It's so, just basically yeah, kind of saying that. theory is their knowledge. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So okay. obviously, don't make your fucking decisions yet. That would be a bit, um, a bit speedy. Right, I, I picked, let's go. You have you? I think we should talk about it. <laughs> Pull on the gunship. <laughs> if you can dodge a bolt around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Progena. Uh, there is a gunship circling <laughs> the barracks. The ten of you that survive, <laughs> come on board the <laughs> If you make it to the forest edge by sundown and you don't get shot by the gunship, we'll take you. Inquisitorial <laughs> <laughs> battle. Uh, yeah. Welcome to the Thunderdome. Oh, like an inquisitorium if part you don't make it out, it's exterminatus. <laughs> <laughs> don't that's make the, it out. You can't make it in. <laughs> For you. <laughs> Oh my fucking god. Oh dear. Uh, right. So obviously this is a lot of information. No this. rush to read this. Um, so yeah. What are these names? I like these names. Mune? That's Mune. Strange. As in, me and my friends are yeah. going to the I'm park. I'm just getting a drink. I can't still talk to you guys. So I'm just going to forget okay. to wonder. Um, well... Oh. I I wonder if we should take a look at the candidates here tonight. Then, as far as what the what he's provided. I mean, if you want to discuss them as a group, not that yep. we're gonna meet the candidates yet. No, that's not what I meant. Yeah, I mean, yeah exactly. Just to to talk about them as a group here, and just to say, like, you know, basically what we have, and then also ones that stand out, and then what we would need to see from each of the candidates. I think those are the big three. Yeah, I think yeah, you should. Make doesn't have to be like complete in order, but as I say, a list of things we like to see, list of things we don't want to see. Right. I I, I agree. So Lead, leadership I mean, we... to be in there. I think I want leadership and independence, ability Those... to be independent. Yeah. Which 
you know, actually reviewing. Well, first, we should probably not do this in the hallway. Um, <laughs> let's. See oh, yeah. Can, yeah. Yeah. Let's see if we can head into the. Please walk into my office. Rumor. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> I start to like go on my my uh, arm uh, data style. I'm like, I have I have notes on some of these things. <laughs> Wait, you have notes from them already? No. Other, other notes, than notes on my thoughts on a lot of things, including uh, what is valuable. Uh, here, right here, the the weapons oh. of humanity, as I've, <laughs> I've written. Oh, is this like a diary or a story or? Uh, no, it's my thoughts. Uh, it's better explained, I suppose. Well, okay. Well, then, yeah. Let's let's see if we can head in, and we'll, we'll I, I guess. Talk about this, and so because we have to hop in, you said there's like a, a fireplace, is there like a yeah, table? It, there's like thing? a small sort of kitchen area for eating or dining room area. Um, I think BGZ immediately sits in the middle of the sofa and he's not really sure what to do, but he sits there just staring at the fire. I think I would definitely yeah. have explained. I obviously, he knows why we're here. I say, like, him, you know, BGZ, you know, it's like your input is highly important as well as you may be working with. Um, these soldiers more directly than any of us. <clears throat> yeah, I think Emmy's right. We're going to need you. Uh, he says, understood, Amelia. I want to find them seek binary. Actually. Actually. You know, looking through, I, I think one of them might. Hold on, hold on. Let me. Um, he's going to. Lothar's going to scroll through a little bit here. Uh, Hans? Hans might Hans. be one of those. Male, 17. Um, so just so you know, um, how the Jenna process works is they're taken in as orphans. They are not allowed to take anything from the homeworld. They are stripped of absolutely everything. All their possessions are destroyed. They also lose their names, and then they have to claim one from a basically a pre-established list um they also go through something called the correction throne when they're around maybe 10 years old which is basically a mind wiping process um so any remnants of who they were beforehand have gone however obviously people aren't blank slates things develop um and as such you do see quite a varied uh, amount of skills within even a small contingent such as this as well yeah I just want to explain as well my, yeah. my the little thought process here, as well as what I had written a long time ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. But this, uh, right, so, you know, it's, um, there there are three main things that I think are important. Uh, just like the weapons of war we make must be maintained, so too do we need to maintain ourselves. Our faith protects us, our minds inform us, and our bodies carry out our will. Should one fail, the others become vulnerable. Our faith, which must never waver, our mind, we must not lose, and our body, we must not waste. <clears throat> if they don't have knowledge of history or this, that, and the other, it can be taught, but their mental state ought to be solid. Mm. Their faith ought to be solid. Their body as well, if that makes sense. You want to Those would bodies. be the three things I'd be looking for. People who are 
capable in those three areas. Big faith, solid bonds. Big bonds. <laughs> <laughs> big faith, big brain, big bonds. Yeah, big, big one. <laughs> big safe summer. So I think those those are some good things to bear in mm -hmm. mind. Um, I will tell you that um, there will be three lessons a day that you'll be able to attend. Each one will have two students in. So in two days, you will have met everyone. So don't worry about, you know, there will be someone that I've never seen. So do we recruit? You'll have a chance to meet everyone. Um, so don't worry about that. Um, and do you say we could act as guest lecturers if you wished? Yeah. So there is a set lesson plan. Um, well, basically, the lesson will start. I will explain what this lesson is about, um, and then I'll give you a description of you know how the lesson runs. Um, but you know, there'll be some variety, obviously, because to you guys. Um, but yeah, you can jump in. You know, you are um, basically in charge. You know, you you are. But think of yourself as Ofsted inspectors. You're coming in. No, no, not Ofsted inspectors. That doesn't work because Ofsted don't just choose the best students and leaves um think of it yeah your 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 foreign dignitaries coming in and you're basically saying yes this is the person i want for my company so you are given a lot of free reign if you want to walk into a lesson and say okay everyone 100 press-ups they would do 100 press-ups for you well obviously 200 press-ups no <laughs> what about 100 press-ups or twice oh yeah yeah that's fine so you okay. guys are pro <laughs> so like you're approaching you know, you're not inquisitors, but you're like very trusted. You know, you are some of the most powerful people these anyone here will ever meet. But that's exactly what my Cinder bio says. <laughs> <laughs> the most Pro powerful agent, person you'll ever meet. <laughs> company. Yeah. My inquisitor, my inquisitor lets me see you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah <laughs> oh, dear. But yeah. All right. Um so it is the night of the uh, first day. Um, you've got a week. Anything you would like to do before heading to Sleepy Town? I'd like to have a little walk around the campus. So to be honest, just going to go through my memories. A bit sure. of a, I guess you could say it, melancholy or yeah. you know, pride or just general interest. And mm. what's, what's what, nostalgia? That's the nostalgia. So. Are Orfamil's memories from his time here good? Are they bad? I see there's a mix. I think in my mind, I was kind of, when when he first brought this up to my attention, I kind of thought uh, Orfamil would have a bit of a rough younger years, but then become a lot more solid, like in his teen years, yeah. in terms of, I think he discovered his faith a lot more strongly when he was like 11, 12. Mm. And before that time, he was a bit more, like he was getting in trouble, he was a little bit naughty at school, you know, he was always running about, he was sneaking out after hours and curfew and breaking curfews and mm. all this stuff. And he wasn't totally good at a lot of his subjects outside of when like, he discovered faith and then combat, and that's really it. Mm. And that's why he was like taken into the banister program, because he was basically the, <laughs> the zealot of... of the yeah. zealot, zealotry, yeah. Good at hitting demons. Um, it was, it was like this, you know, this guy badge. is fucking sick with a hammer and this guy is fucking sick with Jesus. I mean, the emperor. Like. <laughs> so, yeah, I think you go for a walk. It's, it, I'd say it's around 9pm. It's dark, but obviously there's dimly lit lights across the whole campus. It's it's quiet. Um, it, it does feel like you're walking through your past. It doesn't 
look like it's changed. You know, this looks exactly how it did the day you arrived. The rooms are the same. Even one of the teachers is the same. Um, it kind of makes you wonder about your perspective in all this. You know, this looks this way before you were here. It looks here. Looks like this when you're here. You wonder what it will look like once you're not here anymore. You know, will it change or will this scholar be the only constant a, in the universe? A big thing you'll be thinking about is you'll be walking through being like, this was such a massive part of my life for so long. Yeah. And now I've literally spanned the galaxy fighting different foes and discovering different knowledge and meeting different people that even though I, there was so much training here there's none of it wasn't quite enough to cover everything that would happen in the future but it was still what i needed to know before i left yeah yeah you know deep running his hands along the wall you go back to the wall of whatever it was called honor sorry honor and it's like walking along that looking at all the names not as a zone and then, like, when he gets to, like, where his name is, he'll be looking at some of his old friends, not really knowing at all, you know, obviously lost touch with them all, not knowing what they're up to these days and what they're up to and if they're even alive. And I think he's standing there for a while, just kind of staring at his classmates and, you know, even some of his ex-bunkmates. Yeah. And, yeah. You yeah, have been... no idea where any of them are. But obviously yeah, it just... says, you know, Ministorum, Ecclesia, you know, yeah, they've all gone yeah. to different places, but you don't know if they're still alive. You don't know what rank they've got within there. Um... Well, if I yeah. remember right, the people I was actually in the Banisher program with died, I believe. There's also um, a lot of people you remember who aren't on this list, people who died without honour during training or who mm-hmm. misbehaved enough that they were sent to Penitence Point or Penis Point. And, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I think you don't remember the names as much, but you absolutely remember the faces or maybe the things they did. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's sad, but also, yeah, you, you feel like you've built a lot. I think since then it's sad, but uh, as I said earlier, Ofam is definitely feeling a spell of pride just by being here. Like, and yeah. sit, like yeah. this is a place that made the foundations of who he became as a man. Yeah, damn. Love you know, he go to the what's it called before he go to bed. He go to the dining room, even if it's empty, and he'd probably just sit there, have a have a cup of tea or something like that, and just be alone with his thoughts and have a bit of a smile on his face, like thinking about all the mischief he got up to in his younger years. There's still some gum from him underneath one of the tables. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything anyone else would like to do on this first night? How the hell are we going to match that? Oh, Sorry, God. I was just, Amelia's doing what I am doing right now, going over the list and making notes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Big fucking nerd. <laughs> I, honestly, I think Lothar would be doing much the same quietly and trying to weigh all these different things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry, here we came one of the book. What did you say? What oh. in the fuck are you talking about? Is he sleep talking? I don't know. Augie, you properly what, what did the what did the coin flip mean? <laughs> <laughs> he's I think going he's going to answer me, you son of a bitch. I think he said something about putting Sank in a book, so I'm gonna picture that's what he's doing. He's putting these names into a book today. Um Perfectly fine. So it is the dawn of day two. Um you're served your respective breakfast. Obviously, your family or your breakfast, which I absolutely wrote down, is served. What was it? <laughs> it was ribs. What kind of ribs? Uh, this is Grox today. It has. Ooh, ooh, um, ooh. It is served with a ranch sauce mm. with some croutons. Was no. that for lunch? No, that's Shit. that's lunch. Fuck. Mm. Um, what was the breakfast? croutons <laughs> an that, the There's eggs that goes with the uh, the breakfast, if I remember Egg, correctly. Egg, eggs with breakfast. What what are the other sides I have? Um, the, I hope you wrote them down. Um, <laughs> the, 
the main thing is I'll check the recording. The main thing is <laughs> you ask for, you absolutely get. Even it if was... you don't remember it, even if I don't remember it, even if our family doesn't remember it, it is exactly what he wants. It wanted. was ribs, honey mustard, barbecue sauce, chips, and garlic green beans. Delicious. And then with breakfast, I have some eggs. As well as a, I'd actually like mentioned recaf. But I'd have a recaf. Oh, the recaf. Oh, wait, I'd have something else. Uh, not a beer. No beers at lunch. Wine, beer, and wines at dinner. <laughs> wow, you really should have written this down. I, I don't think I actually... I love the That's idea it. that this this poor green waiter's tea serving. And tea. There we go. Green tea and the yeah. normal tea brewed like builders. Um, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> so there is various like you've met the heads of the the school. There are lesser teachers amongst them. Um, obviously. The heads of the school are the best teachers. They're going to be the ones teaching the best. So it's going to be the people you see. But there's various teaching staff moving around. That there's various, you know, um, background staff who serve all your food. Um, or family, there is the same amount of staff serving your breakfast as there is for the other people all combined. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you have a, a lovely, refreshing breakfast. So the first lesson today is Tactica, taught by Krohn. Um, you know that Dangir and Jackson will be in attendance. Are we carrying our weapons with us? Are you carrying that's like, weapons with us? I well, that, that, well, that's not. like an out of character thing. I don't know. I assume you brought them with us just in case, but I'd I probably keep them with you. Whether you leave it in your room or not is up to you. I think I keep my viscerator on me, but I leave my flamer behind. Yeah, I think having weaponry here isn't going to be strange. I think you notice yeah. that Crone still carried a bolt pistol in his holster, despite the fact he's not um, on the front lines. But you absolutely know he's probably shot a few students recently with it. Um, it's it's not. A... <laughs> You're more likely to carry weapons in this kind of school than you would on Aldadar. Let's just put it like that. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, think, first... I don't think be kind. My eviscerated though for use. I think I'd be carrying it more ceremoniously. Yeah, absolutely. As a kind of like, this is who I am yeah. kind of it, thing. It's it's a, a symbolic weapon as much as it is a mm -hmm. physical weapon. Um, yeah, so the first lesson today is Tactica, taught by Kron, with Dangle and Jackson in attendance. Um, Kron meets you uh, just before the lesson starts. Now, not all of you need to attend these. None of you need to attend them if you want to. Um, all right, guys, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, you just have a smoke. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it could be you guys sitting in. It could be you guys taking over the fucking lesson. Um, we will see what happens. Uh, so is there anything you would like to do before the lesson starts? So who are the two students in this one? So in this class, it's a main Stormtrooper class, but in this class is Dangir and Jackson. Um, and Dangir is... Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Dangir is the one who's slightly older. Um, he was not selected in the previous selection year, but he has um, developed into a well-rounded leader suited to commanding small fire teams with little support from command. And there's also Jackson, who is, um, after numerous escape attempts in his youth, found renewed purpose. After extensive isolation and punishment, he's become quite an obedient and serves the Emperor well. So, um, this lesson... Gotcha. Um, so before it begins, I want to talk yes. to both of them, please, and also call at one point. Perfect. Um, so, as they're coming into the uh, lesson, 
Um, you guys are kind of, I think, lingering awkwardly in the corridor. Crone is there taking registers. They file in and salute him. Um, and as Dangit and Jackson are there, he kind of gestures for them to stand aside and walk over to you lot. I think BGZ is also with you. He's just like fucking yeah, he's... around. He's got no idea what the fuck's going on. He's, he's just standing completely still. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I'll turn to that. So, Daniel Jackson, are you familiar with what, who we are and why we're talking to you specifically? Uh, they both say it. Uh, yes, my lord. But next week we'll be here watching you and learning from you. But also for you to be part of us, we'll need to see a lot more than this technicalities personality is going to be a big thing and the skills you can skills you have between interpersonal like what's the word I'm looking for and your interpersonal skills as well as top of that is going to be vastly uh, scrutinized do you have any questions for us no sir says Dangit, and then jackson um kind of mirrors him a little bit afterwards a little bit more nervous what do you guys say is your strongest points oh give me a second um Jackson, um, I think he he speaks quite quietly and he says, "I uh, I I do what I'm told, no matter what." And uh, see, I've got a long, long. Dang I have a question out yes. character for what's written here. Yes. Now he's had numerous escape attempts from this. Yes. Okay. So, uh, Dangir says, uh, I think he says, I, I know my worth. I know what I'm capable of. I know the length and the limit of my abilities. Nods, and obviously the data slate is out the whole time. Love has doing much the same thing. I'm actively typing over here. Maybe your uh, data slate's not on your arm. No, you're right, but I'm actively <laughs> typing. It's like one of the uh, the blueberry ones there, or the blue blackberry blueberry. one, not blueberry. It's a blueberry. It's a knockoff. He's got his kick, and he's been putting all this information in. <laughs> the Adeptus uh, blueberry team with their constant phones and the messenger <laughs> system. <laughs> uh, BGZ lets out a beep in binary, which takes the two men by surprise. Um, he says, I like this one. Dang it. I'll respond in binary as well uh, that... That one is already on my uh, short list. Fuck, what would I call it? Yeah, short, short list. list. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Really? No, joking. He didn't buy it. I know. I know. I know. Thank you. Turns you 60 degrees and beats. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, god of this world, you. <laughs> Everyone speaks <laughs> binary now. It's all yeah. been a joke up until now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just like nods. I'd send to Luthor and Amelia before sending me though, and, and Tora and BGG and this say Like, do you guys have any further questions for them before class begins? I think I'd like to see them in action first. I might have yeah. questions afterwards. Understandable. Perfect. Uh, as always, uh, as I mentioned about personal skills, personal all that, all that. If you guys have any questions for us, please find us in between classes. Uh, yeah, enjoy. Good luck. Have a good week. Yes, my lords, and they they both salute and head go Wildcats. <laughs> you guys are oh. taking a much more a high school musical than military training school approach to this. Um, God, get ahead in the game. Um, so are you guys going to sit in on this lesson then? I yeah. am. Cool. Yeah. Um, 
So there's no thing that we, we're not missing other lessons for being. In no, no, lessons, no. Though. Basically, no. I've set it up so that I you do can all have one other question though. So the day is pretty like how, how much time are there in between lessons? Um, for for students, not much. Like for the uh, lessons that we worry about. I'm going to say there's a couple of hours. So as well, these are, these are just single lessons for each of these students. These guys will have another couple of lessons each day, but I've just selected a few from each of them, so you get a well-rounded view of. So, so right, for okay. example, so we just say it's like a six-period working day, and we see yeah. three every other period. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, actually, I suppose okay. So we we data dropped information this that, and the other, being that this is like a safer location. Mm -hmm. Now. I'm assuming the answer is no, but is there any sort of wireless communication, or do I would you need to talk to somebody to request some information? Um, I think you could probably drop into like the chat with the the staff, the group like, chat, the WhatsApp yeah, chat. Yeah, <laughs> I reckon you'll be able to communicate with them. Um, do, do they, they have email? They're giving you like the staff Wi-Fi. Um, <laughs> so, uh, well, yeah, basically, I, I just would like to have the records of Jackson's. Uh, uh, uh delinquency. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I think you request them, and perhaps by the end of this lesson, that will be sent out sure, to you. Okay. Um. So Kron is quite a stern teacher, but you can tell that the stormtroopers here respect him as well as oh, fear him. Oh, that's sorry. I was yes, going sorry. to say something to him before the class began. Oh, yes. Sorry. Um, I've so got about that. Before he starts, he goes, "Oh, family." <laughs> uh, I forgot to ask earlier, but this week is there going to be any live training exercises, specifically like walking style? Yes. When about that going to be? Um, hmm. I think we'll be doing small unit tactics, um, not tomorrow, but in the evening of the day after. So your fourth day here. Yeah. Very good. Thank you. Uh, yeah. That's cool. We'll be at the back of the class. Enjoy and do chip in if you've got any. Uh, well inside so this lesson is on theories on what part of the codex astartes can be applied to non-astarte combat it's pretty fucking dull but um it's Kron is trying to make it as interesting as possible um he's teaching that as heavy infantry stormtroopers can fulfill similar roles particularly when used as drop troops um then there begins a kind of class um discussion about adapting some elements of Space Marine drop pods versus Valkyrie insertions versus Halo jumps versus rapid deployment, you know, different ways that they can fulfill the same role within the same theatre of war, um, despite, you know, vastly different men and armour. Um, Dangir is obediently asking, sorry, answering each question. His hand is up every time um, Prawn's, you know, asking a question. He was the one who actually linked up the link between Space Marine drop pods and Valkyrie insertions being quite similar. Um, it's he is on this. Jackson is practically silent, but he is writing notes furiously. And yeah, the the lesson I'd say takes you know about an hour and a half. Um, yeah, and then I think Crone at the end of it dismisses the class, and he walks over to you lot sitting at the back. Um, and yeah, he asks. Oh, how how did you find that? Probably, you know, a lesson you yourself sat through, or family, back in the day. Yeah, I remember it well. I used to think how funny it'd be if you just said, uh, well, it's a bit tragic now, you could say, or whatever the word is, funny, in that I used to think, imagine if the thrusters stopped working on a re-entry, and funnily enough, and 
the family like bangs the bed father's leg. That actually happened to me. <laughs> oh, that's... Uh. sorry to hear that. Ah, I'm not. Got a metal leg, like yourself. Well, not completely metal. <laughs> there's, some sy- there's some synthetic muscles and whatnot. Ah, our family, you can't just point out people's metal legs. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about um, the drop pod thrusters failing way, way back on Perrin in like one of our first sessions with a space marine drop pod whose retro thrusters failed. <laughs> that's I thought that was talking about too. Was no, I was talking about, was talking yeah. about the snow one. Yeah, that's where you bent my fucking legs, yeah. 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 <laughs> one where I tried to unclip myself from my harness and get like the uh, We got rattled thing. all around. But then instead <laughs> just got fucking yeeted to the roof of this uh, <laughs> drop pod. And then as it landed, it just crushed my leg with like, a seat or whatever. That was the one where you were deciding who was more injured because you both wanted to have like a heroic injury. I know. Were you like, oh, right. was it? You were saying something along the lines of, oh, we don't have to have you injured. Don't worry about it. And we're like, no, fuck me up. <laughs> it's good. It's good. <laughs> yeah. So there are a lot of lessons to get through. So I will. That's basically how each one's going to go. I'll give a short description, tell you how the people are in each of them, just so we can get through all 10 candidates and all the different um, factors. Lovely. I like do. this. I like this a lot. It's a very different, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. Is there anything else you'd like to ask Chrome? Uh, no, just when's, when's our next uh, class? We're going I'd to like his so, opinion on the two. That's it's, exactly what I was going to ask because we got from Drill Abbott here mm-hmm. um, rather than, than him yet. So I'd love well, to hear his opinion. Um, Jackson is, um, well, bear in mind, I've only been here not as long as do the other shooters, but um, Jackson is disappointing he can point a hell gun like the best of them but he's very limited outside of that not a huge amount of creativity or independence danger on the other hand is i think a, a born leader um if he was not snapped up by the stormtroopers i think he would probably have ended up in the commissariat um he is a outstanding um young man i think he'd be well served to be part of your organization uh lothar's gonna perk up um specifically for Jackson there when you say he's disappointing tell me more what does that mean he apparently used to be a lot more creative and then I'm talking you know 10 or so years ago um now he is quiet and he does what he's told which is fantastic his grades are on average some of the best but there's no spark behind his eyes mm-hmm. does that make sense it does. Thank you. Okay. In the fighting training, I want to see Jackson in a leadership role, please. Jackson in a leadership role. Yes. That's will push him. I um, I would also like to ask for Danger in a supporting role. Very well. And he's just making some notes in his data line, as I am making notes in my head. <laughs> um, Jackson, perfect. So he looks quickly at his timepiece and he says, so you've got a few minutes before your next lesson, which is prayer taught by Drill Abbott Hagen. And there will be Jerome and Faun in attendance of that one. Um, no offense to you or family, but it is a incredibly dull lesson. It's as much a trial of mental fortitude as it is mental um, memory. <laughs> but um, yes, I'll, um, well, I'll, I'll show you to the room. Uh, I was going to do a map of the school, but then I thought, fuck me. I'm not just having hundreds of classrooms. <laughs> yeah. We don't blame you. Yeah. Um, I blame you. I thought it was going to be a lot better, to be honest. I'm like, sorry. Wow. What a lovely don't even map. open the doors on your map. I'm sorry. Wow. Can't <laughs> don't even open the doors on your map. 
Do you even have a line of sight system? I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I have a so, line of sight system. After a little bit of walking, um, Tron leads you to Drew Abbott Hagen's classroom, where he is frantically taking the register. Um, there's about like 30 people in each class. Um, would you like to speak to Jerome and Thawne beforehand? Yeah, same thing as before. And okay, also, perfect. Uh, uh, yeah. Hold on, Jerome. I need to hear the first. It's Faun, and the first one is Jerome. Jerome. The, the Jerome. tattoo on the sheet. Jerome. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll just hear love. So Jerome is um, <laughs> 17. She is um, was almost put into the Sister of Battle stream, but was moved into here instead. Um, yeah, is good in high stress environments, is good at combat. Um, and piety is perhaps the highest. Faun is um, fantastic with combat. Absolutely has broken records in marksmanship, hand-to-hand combat, but he doesn't have a huge amount of creativity, so his leadership potential is very, very limited. He takes orders well and follows them until they are completed. But yeah, um, the Drill Abbot kind of shoves them aside and pushes them towards you guys. Have a little chat with. Uh, I imagine you do the same spiel that you did beforehand. Yeah, the same spiel as beforehand, and then Again, I'm going to ask them, what do you think your most strong ability is? Jerome looks eyes with you and just briefly says, faith. And there is fire (laughs) burning within her eyes. Um, Faun says, um, I follow orders. All right. Well, do you guys have any questions for us? Uh, I think Jerome says, I, forgive me, my lord, but, um, I heard you were once a student here. I was indeed. I did not go down the Stormtrooper path. I instead went straight to Banisher when I turned 17, I believe, or 1617. It's a, it's a good place, this place. You'll, you'll get the knowledge and the abilities you need to get your base in life, but it's nothing compared to the experiences you'll gain when you leave. I certainly hope so, my lord, and she, she bows her head. I give her the sign of the Aquila. She hasn't seen that she's turned around, so like, wasted. Wu-Tang forever. Uh, so, <laughs> so yeah. Um, Jerome and Found take their seats. This lesson is just prayer repetition. Um, mm-hmm. Hagen goes around, he points at a student and demands they recite a prayer he names. Um, Ophamil, you know... Actually, no, Ophamil, <laughs> give me a role for Lord Adapted Ministerial. <laughs> There's a oh yeah, it's common. Oh, nice. I have it. <laughs> uh, any changes to it? Uh, nah. Just give me it. Give me it straight. Let's see. Ah, oh. I'm oh, gonna that say. Surprises me. That's so low. You remember <laughs> every single one of these. Um, whether you learnt them here, whether you picked them up, it is you know, you're able to do it. There's a few that you have to briefly think about, but you're able to smash every single one of these. Mm-hmm. Um. It's basically if people are off in terms of the cadence or, you know, a single word wrong, um, there is a large iron bar which Drill Abbott carries with him and he just strikes each of these students across the back with it um, and they let out a cry and have to start it again. As um, you, whenever he does it, I flex my fingers and remember again it's sli- slapped across yeah. the back of my hand in it the is, past. It is exactly the same. Yeah. Probably in this classroom as well for you, or family. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at the windows, remembering the times I was just uh, dilly dallying, daydreaming, mm. fondness and fear. <laughs> so, it, in terms of how each one performs, 
both are able to form when asked for. Both of them are decently faithful. Um, Jerome aces. Uh, she's not only saying them, but she's speaking them. You know, like if someone knows something well enough that they don't even have to think about it, it is like fucking perfect yeah. from her. And she is speaking them with passion. She is a skilled orator. This is it is as if she was the one who wrote them. Um, Faun, on the other hand, is monotonous. It's technically correct. It's repeating them, but it's very much um, lacks that fire that um, Jerome has. And yeah, class dismissed. Oh, wait, I was going to see you. Oh, yeah, sorry. The thing that you said it earlier, actually, sorry. Uh, I'm also just filling my notes at the same time here. That's sorry. absolutely fine. I love I love this. I love seeing you guys <laughs> being a bit note-takey. Uh, yeah, I'm going to walk up. Is there a blackboard? Can there be a blackboard or some yeah, kind of, of equivalent a of a blackboard? So the, the class and... is still in attendance for this. Yeah, so this is probably closer to the end. I, I would have said earlier to you, uh, Haig. Yeah, yeah. Dad's wanting to jump in. I'm not just going to jump in out of nowhere saying, like, <laughs> look at me now. <laughs> Class ice front. Uh, he he kind of takes a step back, which is quite awkward for him, seeing mm. as you were his student once. I, I bow my head in disrespect. Uh, Thank you, Jarabit. And I start writing on the blackboard, and I just start writing purity symbols and sealants and all that kind of stuff. And as I'm saying that, I turn around and I ask the class, what is it, the reason that we have you memorize these prayers? Jerome's hand immediately goes up. Yes, Jerome. So that when we need it most, our faith can be called upon. Our faith can be called upon, exactly correct. In the middle of battle, you might you might forget how to fire a gun. You might be so scared you don't know how to reload a weapon. But as long as you have your prayers and your faith, you can overcome the fear. You can overcome all that ails you as long as you believe in not only the Emperor, but faith in yourself and your fellow humanity soldiers. And if I was just going to... I don't really have much more. I made a little short. Note. I don't really have much more planned, but that kind of cadence, not cadence. That you kind of theme didn't prepare is going to be carrying plan. on. Wow. No. <laughs> but yeah, um, I just wanted him to go up and just yeah. kind of re-nail into the idea that faith is not only, well, it's massively in terms of the emperor, but faith is humanity as a whole and humanity yeah. in the cause and human. Uh, yeah, faith in the belief and all that kind of stuff. I think that's lovely. Yeah. And entire time, like. He's just constantly drawing, like he's sketching little purity seals. Mm. And at the very end, he goes, when you go into battle, these seals you will have on your weapons. These seals you can make for your allies. They can be given to you from both your friends, your mentors, and even down the line, your mentees. Remember them well, train them up. <laughs> and then he mic drops and walks out. Lovely. Uh, Where did you get that microphone? Class, <laughs> class dismissed. It's um, like an awkward mic drop though, because it's like a wired, it's like yeah. wired up. Wired one. Yeah. So like he, so he just goes. The worst. <laughs> the worst. This is good for an audio yeah, podcast. Yeah. The worst part is, is that it's pro the, the the mic system is actually hooked up for the room over, so they've been hearing. This. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. But yeah, thank God I didn't bring my dreamless skull with me, eh? Class dismissed. Um, I think once it's done, Hagen walks over to you, or Famuel, and he, um, he shakes your hand. His grip is still as strong as it was back then. Mm. He says, I see you have learnt your lessons well, Famuel. I never thought I'd be saying these words when I was younger, but it's very good to see you again, Drew Albert. You too. You too, Ophamiel. <laughs> I remember back when you just hit my hands like that. Ha 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 ha. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs>
Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I see the years have not have been as equally unkind to you as you have been to myself. Um, and your family like, taps the metal of, metal of his heat. <laughs> um, says, um, hmm. And then I think he rings the iron rod against your forehead. With a big <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, nice. Something's never changed. <laughs> <laughs> and the camera zooms out as you two L- are laughing. Lothar starts laughing <laughs> awkwardly at the same time, thinking this is what we're supposed to be doing. When Lothar starts laughing, both me and the little rabbit stop laughing. I'm sorry, right. <laughs> sorry to take over the DMing for me, but... <laughs> no, I completely agree. Um... <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'm a fan of Jerome there. She seems like a fine young girl. Do you mind she, if I ask why she's in the Storm Trooper program and not going down the Ministorum paths or even into the in Ordo Malleus? So she was streamed as a Storm Trooper um, around the age of 14 was when she moved into advanced combat training, that sort of thing. So um, originally her faith wasn't as strong, but in, in recent years, much like yourself, she has soared. Her faith has become renewed with a, a a fire and a fury that is phenomenal. Now she could be moved back and start on the Sororitas stream once more, but she's already here now. And personally, I think a stormtrooper with faith as a weapon is far more powerful than any other. Well, depending on how the week goes, if you don't take it, I think I'd like to discuss with her, perhaps some of my older contacts, her joining the Banisher program. We always need more of them. We need more steel-faced warriors in that department. He nods his head and he says, hmm, that uh, certainly turned out well for you, so I imagine it will for her too. <clears throat> anyway, your uh, your next lesson is uh, marksmanship with Sergeant Major Veld. And there will well, be um, Mian and Gunnar in attendance here. Um, here, let me um, let me show you. And then he, he heads out. Um, and he, he walks down corridor and yeah sort of goes down some stairs and eventually you are at a very large gun range with kind of um moving targets it is a like a full-on fucking this thing goes up to like 200 meters um yeah and he he bows politely sergeant major veld there is taking a few um he's taking his names as he goes in and he shoves me and, and gunner over towards you guys you and Gunnar? So it's Mian, who is... Mian. Um, oh, Mian, that Lem. I'm sorry. Mian, yeah. So Mian, with good mental resilience and intelligence, not as good in combo, but, you know, like, logic and shit, good. And Gunnar, <laughs> who is an excellent soldier, um, particularly with heavy weaponry. Um, his, he has questioned authority previously, which has got him reprimanded a couple of times. Oh, sorry, Mila, um, as well. The... Um, the files you requested about Jackson, both of his escape attempts occurred within three months of each other, and both of them were um, not him directly being the person who was in, who was leading the escape, but um, he was essentially acted as an accomplice and was kind of convinced by a much older student um, who was shot um, after the second okay. attempt. So yeah, um, I imagine you ask Mian um, her greatest strength. I, I do the same skill again yeah, at the yeah, beginning. Yeah. What's the so greatest says, strength? My brain. And Gunnar says, he taps his eyes, he goes, my aim, these. Right. <clears throat> Before they yes. begin, they're, so they're going to do a little... 
they're doing uh, just aiming exercise. Or... Yeah, so oh, yeah. looking around the room, um, it, essentially there are um, there is an auto gun for each student, um, and Veld begins saying that they are basically going to strip them, clean them, load them, and then fire off a full magazine at some moving targets down the range, and it's going to be a timed exercise as well as measuring accuracy. Before it begins, I'm going to tap Luthor <laughs> on the shoulder. Hmm? Get involved. <laughs> I, and I turn to I turn to Amelia and say, I'll put 10 Ducats on one of these students beating Luthor in a competition. That uh, could be interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I could certainly see that happening. Sure. I would like to, though, before anything begins while people are still yep, assembling, yep. I want I want to purposefully, like, jam up both of their guns because I want to make it more difficult for them. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to say that is a simple one. No, I think jamming an auto gun is not a difficult thing for you to do. Um he gets a bit of macaroni like... and shoves it in there. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, basically you, you place a round already within the chambers that when they try and load it, it will, you know, it, it won't go in properly. It will cause some kind of disturbance. Um, yeah, I like that. Um, do you do that for Lothars as well? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Well, if he's going to pick up a gun instead uh... of... Uh... Use his own, yeah. I, I'm not going to use a long last with them because that would be an unfair advantage. <laughs> Literally, be. I have got no recoil to worry about or anything. <laughs> I would have to use an auto gun to be fair. Basically, what I want to see is they're all well enough with firing weapons. They've done it plenty of times. What happens when something unexpected happens? Yeah, yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's a good, a good thing to do. Lovely. So, um. The training begins. Now, um, I have their scores and stuff like pre-written and what's happening, but Lothar, could I get a... um, Could I get a ballistic skill test for the stripping, cleaning, and loading? Any modifiers, given that I am in the guard? I'm going to give you a plus 20 on loading an autogun. I give my fate point to... That's quite nice. (laughs) Um, What does this look like, Lothar? Um, it look it's hard to describe mostly because it's already done by the end of the description. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Like it a... is a, a machine. It's like your hands are just moving. Um, mm-hmm. perfect. Um, so Mian is <laughs> a little bit faster than Gunnar at stripping and cleaning. She very queerly, very queerly, very clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh she my does, god, this gun she, is fabulous! She does it in a gay way, but she finds... <laughs> Queer means strange, not gay. That is yeah. True. God. Well, Which actually would make sense. Well, here's the thing. Like... Yeah, I was but... able to locate the blockage, clear it easily, strip, clean it absolutely fine. Gunnar, on the other hand, is not able to locate the blockage, but queerly, um, <laughs> basically whacks the auto gun onto the floor, unjamming it, and then is able to catch up pretty quickly. Um, both fire off their rounds of 32 rounds. Lothar, could I get a ballistic skill test? Oh, sorry, a ballistic skill test at plus 30 to represent half aim and being in like a good aiming position for this, please. Oh! Ooh. I would like to Ooh. fake that, not to look <laughs> bad. That's oh. ridiculous. Okay. So, as in re rolling fate or to. Oh, fuck that. Yeah, fate. no, I'm going to re roll it. Um, my bolt pistol uh, because. <laughs> 
That's much better. That's like it. Perfect. There we that go. Ten. So, um, Mian <laughs> starts firing sooner than Gunnar does. Uh, Gunnar finishes with an ever so slightly higher score. Both of them are absolutely tranced by you, Lothar. Congratulations, you beat a bunch of fucking teenagers. But um, going off like that. Robin Hood, what a loser! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Spit the bullet. <laughs> I like the way you're thinking. Actually, I had a thought with that. But keep going, keep going. Yeah, so, so me and me and I put ten ducats into Amelia's hand. <laughs> so even even with the delays caused by you, Amelia, Mian is faster than Gunnar. Gunnar has an ever so slightly higher score. Um, you wonder if he wasn't trying to race to keep up with them, if he was able to clear the blockage a bit more easily, what would have happened? Um, but yeah, and they do this a few more times, and the lesson goes well, the other people will take their turns. Um, yeah, the, the it ends well. Ends well. Class dismissed. Very good, Luther. I've got to be honest, I kind of want you to fail. <laughs> I, well, all right, thanks. You know what? Much appreciated. <laughs> Feld walks over to you and says, impressive shooting. Uh, thanks. So, any wonder what a little practice will do for you. Mm. Right. Uh, I'll be honest, I kind of halfway spaced through, the, I, I kind of went into a zone. <laughs> um, me and Connor, how did they perform? Uh, they were good, good. Mian was faster, especially with your little trick there, Tech Priest. Um, but um, Gunnar's score was ever so slightly higher, uh, which is surprising. Generally, Mian's been a better shot with an auto gun, and Gunnar's much better with um, replaced weapons. Which you see him behind a bolt gun is incredible. But um, we try and teach a you know variety of weaponry here. So yeah, it's a, very, very impressed by both of them. But yeah, Gunnar, I think, today has worn out purely from a score perspective. But if it was in a quick firefight, I think Mian would be able to get shots off faster. Sometimes it's all that counts, really. Just getting the shots off faster here, too. Interesting. Seems like they're both skilled <clears throat> at combat. So you don't need to choose between the two each lesson? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. But that, yeah. though, my, yeah, my point of the test good, was yeah. more so to see how they dealt with unexpected... They both uh... dealt with it, but in different ways. Yeah. What is their adaptability to unknown situations well, and conundrums? Like, yeah, Gunnar was mm. much. Well, they both. I kind of like to tell our though as well. I I am tempted to perhaps recreate one of our earlier encounters. Which one are you thinking of? The church? Uh, no, not the church. I'm trying to think. The Talos in the church. I don't remember oh. fighting in a church. Oh, that. The no, chapel no, no. of the, the station, yeah. yeah. No, much earlier. The Crute? Yes. Yeah. How would they deal with an invisible sniper? Mm. I think I'm actually, actually, I'm, you know, I, might, be I might be able to help this with that. might be for other people as well. Mm -hmm. I want to throw things at them that they wouldn't expect. What's our availability uh, of like the dropship? Is that still here? Is that gone? It's gone. Like the deep crest is jetting off to Algadar. Yeah, but like, <laughs> you don't have have any kind of dropship on campus or like something like that. There is like a supply shuttle that comes once a week. Why does that no, sound like a movie? It... <laughs> no, because I'm wondering like, is there a way we can basically like... drop them off in the middle of like the foresty area and then yes, have some yes, that's possible. There is have there some is things set up for them. for them. Yeah. yeah. 
So some stuff well, is yeah, like the, ideas, Amelia. You some stuff is done a... in the hallucinarium. Some stuff is done for real out in the snow. But obviously, being in the snow, there's a very limited amount of um, terrain you can recreate that. Yeah. As I say, there's also they need to rely on each other. I think we should set up another scenario, perhaps where one one is another's eyes, so to say. Mm. I'm definitely wanting to see about putting them outside the comfort zone as much as possible. Mm. If there's anything I've learned is that we are constantly outside of our comfort zone. What are you on about? I love it here. BGZ loves oh, that no. <laughs> Affirmative belief. Uh. <laughs> and yeah, if BGZ yeah, has yeah. anything he wants to get out of them, of course. Well, actually, that was something I was thought, I do turn to BGZ and say, you're the one that's had the most squad-based experience out of all of us here. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, sorry, the most recent squad-based experience out of all <laughs> of us fair. here. The most relevant. Most relevant. <laughs> you're, you're the one that's most useful for us as a squad based <laughs> exercise. <laughs> sort of have your COVID pills. <laughs> so if you have any ideas about, you know, issues in your past, I'd not, I'd be direct. So not recommend. It. We'd appreciate PGZ it. PGZ says Gunnar's technical ability is admirable, but may anger a machine spirit with its force. Miu is skilled and able, but a worse shot. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll translate for them, of course. Thank you. I think BGZ, you you felt him wince uh, when when he just beat the shit out of the other (laughs) two. It was like a very, very quiet... (laughs) (laughs) Sad M1 Garand ping noises. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Um, So, yeah, um, that is the end of your day's lesson. Um, it'd probably be a good chance to head back to your rooms and to reconvene. Oh, do we have lunch between lessons? Yeah, you got some. You got some lunch, don't you worry. What did I have for lunch? Uh, you got some salad Beans. with some ranch dressing and some croutons. Yes, yeah. alongside and anchovies. Beers. Anchovies, yeah, got a beer. <laughs> got a beer. And I, I hate you. I fucking detest <laughs> test this group. I can't fucking remember. What else? <laughs> I don't know. What, what, what's the base between the meals? Because that's just the speciality. For the... no. leave, leave the guy alone. <laughs> He's it, literally it? having well, to do ten well, interviews of ten different people for us for this fucking lesson. What my two other drinks? Try, tell me my two other drinks for lunch or just in general. Like, well, yeah. I have every meal. We obviously haven't met everyone and whatnot, <laughs> but I, I want to speak to <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> so you had um, a Malbec as well. That was that's for dinner. That's what, okay, right. I can't fucking remember. Um, <laughs> There's another green tea, another Rhoda's blue oh, tea. So and ribs heading... and chips and garlic fries right, and so I'm beans. Being bullied. <laughs> what? Yeah, go on. Do it. No, Sam's just telling me she's got a tan line on her feet from her sandals. Wow. Well, <laughs> she in, in Elizabethan yeah. times, that'd be erotic. <laughs> The chat you have in your house is honestly the next level of upgrades. I'm so Top glad I'm applying a lot. Sorry, they're now saying we have really great conversations in our house. It's really good. Sorry. <laughs> oh, it's really good conversations, frankly. <laughs> I'm glad I'm a part of them. Well, we spend yeah. a lot of time. We run out of things to talk about. And yeah, probably. You guys have gotten so boring. Perhaps <laughs> we've, <laughs> we've gotten really boring. <laughs> Oh, anyway, I feel bad about that for me. Enough about yeah. how we've gotten boring, and now let's talk about a boring roleplay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? I will shut the scarlet, don't worry. Yeah, I, well, yeah, huh? Yeah. Can I say hello, by the way? Oh, yeah, actually, just hello's from all of us if we could. Yeah, we say hello. 
We say hello. Uh, hold on, let me just. Uh, I'm gonna do a D2 really quick to see if. Um, <laughs> D2 if Ox says hello. It's, it's <laughs> it was a one. Does Ox say hello? Chaos. I don't know. We'll have to ask Og when he gets back. Oh my god. Well, I for Welcome one. Back. Welcome you back. Tell, you didn't tell me you said hello. I was oh, ready to um, fan for you. Hello. Oh, she's just gone. As if, oh, the, the rest of us also say what, hello. Apparently, what's that supposed to mean? Well, she says, well, I'll bore him, so she's not going to talk. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think you summon Jackson on your way to summon your rooms. Him. You summon him. Um, <laughs> you make a, a, a dark ent uh, uh, what's called a pact with a dark entity to summon uh, Jackson. <laughs> In attack mode. <laughs> as well. I don't know if anyone else wants to speak to him. But my, my I'd be one, present, but I wouldn't. My number one concern, so though, is I want to. Uh, I mean, I guess I shouldn't add. Never mind. But yeah, where where would we be meeting? I guess that's the question. In the in main room? hall. Uh, keep the students out of your rooms. That's weird. But the main hall is pretty empty. I'd like somewhere, pr yeah, private. Okay, though. yeah. Well, you could do it in your rooms. You know. Um. I like the idea. He knocks politely on the door, and then beaches his head just fucking whips around for the fire. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you know, uh, have a seat. Hmm. He he quite awkwardly um, salutes, takes off his cap, and then um, yeah. is be at ease. So, uh, he, Before he be looks as easy as he can do. Yeah, of course. Um, but yes. Before I ask you anything, I, w I understand. I'm looking for complete honesty, and there will be no. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Repercussions. Or... Repercussions for what you say. Uh, however, if you don't believe you can accomplish that, you're free to leave. He nods his head and says, I'll, I'll uh, try. Okay. So I understand that you've been uh, punished in the past for escape attempts. You see his back visibly straighten as you say this. <clears throat> but that brings me to question do you want to be here he looks at you and then lets out a small laugh and says no one wants to be here they don't have walls but a hundred miles of ice is as good as any well some seem to enjoy it more than others. I understand that it's tough, but you didn't choose this. No one chooses. We're all orphans. Of course. Hell yeah. So if you could have... <laughs> fun from the room over. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my man. <laughs> I suppose, uh, if I'm being honest, then my question is, do you think... Uh, what what path is he on, actually? He's, these are all on the Stormtrooper path. But if he, if he doesn't get selected, he's just going to be a Stormtrooper for somebody else? Yeah. Uh, stormtroopers all work for the Inquisition, right? No, no, no. There'll be nope. only a very few work for the Inquisition. A lot of them will just work for... Okay, so that's, okay, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> this is the path that's been chosen for you, and the path you are on regardless. Would you... Would you... I, I want to word it correctly. That's my that's problem. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
Do you desire to simply leave the school, or uh, or have a more what's the word I'm looking for? I'm sorry, I'm really struggling. purposeful. Yeah, uh, you know, purposeful use of your skill with the Inquisition. If you, <clears throat> we've been, I've motioned to the others in the room, given more command over the Stormtrooper squad, and we do not lead in perhaps a uh, the most usual of ways. You'll be given more opportunity and so on. And I'm curious, if given that opportunity, if not punished, if having more of your own will would improve your skill. He he seems to think for a moment and um, and he says here at the scholar if people do wrong they get sent to penitence point most of them don't come back if you do wrong in the inquisition there are far worse places I could be sent than penitence point there I would rather not my lord that's perfectly acceptable. I wish for your honest answer. Thank you. He he stands up, um, salutes, uh, and then he heads out. Okay. That's kind of a cry and shame. I kind of liked him. Yeah, but I mean, from my, from Amelia's perspective, actually giving a fuck about what people think. If he doesn't want it, then why give it to him? No, no, absolutely. I, Unless I, we really think we're going to turn him around otherwise. But regardless, I wanted to know his own opinion. Yeah. yeah. I was very interested when Carl said, or I think it was Carl, that he used to be quite creative and Yeah, that's why I was, when was wondering he was given different mm. opportunities. Yeah. Like he... Or has he been I... so traumatized he can never get that back? Exactly. Yeah. That, um, that's one like and I'm not about to do later. a psychological examination because yeah. I don't know what the fuck to but even speaking, say for that. Speaking of Kron, <laughs> I can help with that. Um, but, speaking yeah. of Crone, um, there is a knocking at your door, and Crone is there. Um, he says, um, "Has has anyone been to the toilet yet?" Uh, what? Uh, what? Sorry, what? Uh, after lunch, I did. Okay, well, um, you could just imagine Tora bursting. Oh, there's a toilet. Motherless <laughs> 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 fucking one he is. Don't tell just, me there's another. Disgusting. Just, disgusting. Just, just, just so you know, the the toilets are blocked here, but you can use the stuff. Toilets just down the uh, corridor. I just thought I'd let you know because um, my room has blocked, and so um, I thought I'd let you all know before. The same thing happens to me. Uh, it happens um, to you, sir. I don't know. We've um, we've called in a specialist to come deal with it, so hopefully it'll be. The, the toilets have locked. Blocked. Locked. A block. Okay, sorry. Back to uh, something horrid. That's <laughs> terrible. A padlock of toilet. You don't, don't have poop. any xenos in your toilets, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh you're serious. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I just um, thought I'd let you know. Um, how, right. How's your first day being, or second day of proper lessons? Good, very okay, insightful. Good, good. Well, Lovely. Another full day tomorrow. Um, tomorrow is survival, history, and faith. Um, tomorrow, which should be interesting um yeah i am um, not teaching any of those ones tomorrow but um i will 
try and catch up with you in the evening. Anyway, have a lovely evening. I will see you all tomorrow. Would you like to join us for dinner? Um, I'm I'm okay, thank you, or family, but I appreciate the offer. I don't tend to eat much these days. That's, that's weird. And he he heads out. So yeah, you guys have kind of had a decent chat. Um, I'm happy to fast forward to day three if you guys wish. What do I have for dinner? I don't know what you had for dinner. Oh, you. What do I have for dinner? You had a Malbec that was more than uh, three years old. I think yeah. around five. Um, and I assume some other things. <laughs> you seem right. <laughs> I'm not right. My dinner isn't this unfortunately a bottle of wine. <laughs> Could be. Could I love the Probably idea that in the past. it's a decent sized table and our family's just got like a whole fucking side to it to himself and the rest of you cunts are sat around the other one. <laughs> <laughs> got a takeaway meal in front of me. Yeah. For like six plates. <laughs> anyway, let's... Well, let's, I, I guess one yeah. thing. Let's, let's, as we're having our dinner, yeah. uh, discuss the characters we did see. Good idea. I think that's a good idea. Uh, just kind of bring up, obviously you all heard what Jackson said. If you think we could push him and break him out of that, I don't know. We're also risking bringing up trauma. I want to see him try and adapt to a situation that is not expected, similar to how you test it. We can test him further, but he's most likely going to be a no, given his own answer, at least in my opinion. I believe so as well. I agree, which is a shame, because I genuinely like him. I think I think he'd be very good with us, uh, frankly. I don't but, know. Ben, you don't think so? I, I'm look, what I'm looking for is I want... Well, in a, a firefight, we don't know who's going to live and who's going to die at the end of the day. I don't want to have somebody whose best quality is that they can follow orders or they do also, what they're told. Also, following orders to the T is not a good quality because, <laughs> yes, it's nice when everything goes well, but what happens when things don't? Or what happens when the order is vague enough? Well, take a, take a look at how he was in class, right? Like, picture this. While he was in class, he kept his head down. He was writing notes. He was quiet as a mouse. I would want that if we're in the middle of a firefight, quite frankly. Keeping your head down, keeping quiet. You don't want communication in a firefight? That's a little bit weird. That's not what I said. That's what you said. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> well, when you're in the middle of a firefight, sometimes you have to do things without actually verbally saying anything here, too. There are other ways to communicate, after all. That's what I'm saying. I think he's got some And he's what got happens some when he needs to make the decision on his own? It's from your conversation with him earlier. It sounds like he used to be able to do that. Who knows? Maybe if... We put him in a situation where he has to be the leader, or Listen, in a situation. Have him prove that before we take him, and then I'd reconsider. I think, think that's fair. Comparing him to the other prospects. Hmm. Um, other prospects. Um, BGZ's not eating, but he does say Jackson is a liability in this Qatari's opinion. He would buckle like low carbon steel under pressure. Ouch. <laughs> And to be honest, he most likely will be working with him, so... I'd rather him than Danger. He seems a little bit full of himself, if you ask me. Well, Danger, I, I like his record, and if, you, if you've if you read, he 
was not chosen before, and so he only redoubled his efforts. Failure did not set him back. Failure made him try harder. Knuckle down, I can respect that. I do like how he's vocal. He was very vocal in class, he was asking questions, he was finding out information. He may be the goody two-shoes raising his hand for everything in class, but when it comes down to, you know, when he actually gets onto the field, that sort of thing will will work its way out. I, I do want to see how he handles Hopefully. taking orders without... That without, I'd agree uh, with. Especially, like, giving them. Usually, I, I, folks. I, but... Yeah. It was Gunnar who questioned orders. However, we haven't seen him do so in our presence yet. Hmm. And as uh, BGZ mentioned before, he was not so uh, kind to his machine spirit. Yeah, he beat the shit out of his gun. <laughs> Which, uh, while it yeah. may have fixed the jam then, it will likely create more problems in the future. I can uh, see how that would annoy you, Tech Priest. But in my mind, he had an issue. He fixed it, and it was fine. I don't know. He did, yes, he did which it, is why he did I would put quickly. him as a maybe. Yeah. However, if he's going to question authority, yes, I definitely preferred in that class. I did prefer Muin, even though she lost by points value. She was still keeping up with apparently one of the best shots in the academy. And to be fair, I, I mean. Agree don't need to be the best shot or even shoot to be useful on the battlefield. Yes. Agreed. And then cool. also we have the other two, Jerome. Jerome. I like I like Jerome, as you could probably tell. She's I like her face. I like her uh, forwardness. I'd like to see her other capabilities. I like how she was the only one that was willing to ask us a question, even if it was just a, a mild comment on me being here. Yeah. I would agree. I don't. There's a difference between questioning authority and speaking to authority. Yes. Found while he was, I suppose, good in class, everything he was saying was just monotone recitations. I don't know how much he truly uh, believed. It, upon inspecting my notes, he was the only candidate I flat out put a no next to. Surprisingly, oh, me too. What's this thing? I follow orders was his. Uh, fun fact about himself. I've written down on my notes. He seemed depressed or something. Something's and not creative. right with him. He needs to watch this YouTube show. <laughs> <laughs> this man needs more YouTube. That's what's the no, they right. Show called the Let's Be Creative. That's it. Yeah. I have no I idea. Think, I think you've discussed most people. I think you've yeah, got a good, that's good, everybody. Good that's job. everybody now. Um, yeah. So that's the six you covered today. Um, so we'll do. I, I want to get to the start of day four if this is okay. So I want to yeah. rattle through today, and I want some stuff on day four. So first lesson is survival, taught by Veld. This is going to be attended by Harding and Hand. This is a walk to the woods west of the Scholar. Um, they have to create a fire and bring it back to the Scholar building. There is a snowstorm going on. It's building slowly. Um, before this they Harding go, in hands, you said. This is Harding in hands. So, hands, um, he says that his greatest strength is... Um, he chuckles at me as well. My, my hands working with them on machines, <laughs> weaponry. I, I'm uh, good uh, at that. Yes, hands, hands. 
And Harding says uh, he wants to get the Tatsu's temple. He says, I think outside the box. Gotcha, gotcha. Sorry, so, I'm a, a part of the silent. I'm no, no, no. Like, I'm this, typing. This is you furiously taking notes. Um, hmm. so, furiously, <laughs> I'm <laughs> angry. <laughs> so I'm frenzy. Is is interesting. So, um, yes, yeah, so they have to go to the woods of Westerlo Scholar, create a fire, and bring it back to the front gates without the fire going out. Um, that is the the challenge. Basically, they do not have any survival equipment with them. They are just there in their uniforms. So, Harding is a, this is all in small teams as uh, well. So they're, they're, I'm going to say they're in couples. Harding and Hans are not with each other. Um, Harding is able to make a fire using a bow drill fashioned from a strip of his uniform. He manages to shield fire from the wind using the remains of his shirt and runs back to the scholar, freezing, but the fire is still lit. Hans, on the other hand, is able to get a fire burning through fiction, but the team is unable to get it back safely. An argument then forms over whose fault it is. Um, after the lesson concludes, Veld um, comes over to you. says, um, well, uh, what do you think? One, was well, they both were able to do it. However, one to bring it back and cause an argument. The other succeeded, but potentially at the cost to himself. That can be admirable. Also, I'd like to ask your advice, because um, Harding did technically destroy school property, so... What did he use again? I'm sorry. He tore up his uniform, basically, to shield the fire oh. and, and to create a friction bow drill. Um, Love how going to raise his hand. Yes, I'm gonna have five. This, this. Uh, oh, <laughs> okay. Um, right. Uh, I just want to double check the the uh the the class that we just observed yes. here. The the name of it here, if I could. Survival. The survival class. Mm -hmm. Um, from my limited experience, anything should be used for survival. If anything, I would applaud Harding's use of what materials he had on hand. Very well. He uh, will not be punished. Both. What is the official rules of the Scholar of Gene? Well, actually, I probably would know. If I was asking, actually asking a question side of his own mind to the so, his inner voice, so, which is the DM's hello, opinion. Hello, <laughs> It's me, your inner voice. Oh. So, generally, the Scholar <laughs> follows the same laws as the rest of the Imperium. Um, it also has more military aspects of it, like the Imperial Guard <laughs> stuff. Like... Um, there's a dog looking him, probably. Yes. Um, follows the other rules of, like, um, you can't strike a fellow officer, you shouldn't fucking argue amongst yourselves, you should destruct, uh, destroy local property and stuff. So he did technically destroy local property, but up to you guys whether or not he gets banished. Well, they, wow. were, they were on the same team, or they weren't? They, they were not. The same team. Okay. Uh, I would, what's, what's the guy's name again? The lecturer? Professor, Veld. whatever you want to call Veld. I do agree with Lothar that survival situations require you know, giving up some luxuries, such as clothing and whatnot. 
But at the same time, I do believe he should be given some sort of mild, mild, mild punishment for destroying school property. Maybe even something like... Uh, I would, I would suggest crew. that perhaps in the future, this school should give them uh, clothing that they are willing to have lost for such exercises. I would also like to bring to your attention that it was very unprofessional becoming of these late exit students that I saw an argument about whose fault it was that a fire went out in a group police project. You either take it together or you don't take it at all. And if you don't take it at all, you're awful. You're a shit team. So I'd like I... to see something done to Harding and his his fellow fellow there. Hans, Hans, I... Hans, Hans. Hans, apologies. Yes, I, I agree. I will I will they will be reprimanded. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Thank you. So your next lesson is I hope you guys don't mind whizzing through this. So the next one is history taught by uh, Master de Corbe, attended by Grisha and Lem. So this is back in the main scholar. Uh, Grisha says that uh, her um, hmm, I think quite similar to a few of the other stormtroopers. She says uh, my greatest strength is that I I don't have a greatest strength. I am good at anything you put me to. I I am capable of it. And Lem says um i uh i have faith i have faith in myself the emperor and those i fight alongside that's mine now this lesson is <coughs> a fucking boring one um, <laughs> so this is on the causes of the reign of blood in the 36th millennium which was caused by power struggles between the ministerum and the administratum um Master de Corbet is focusing on the seeding of administratum officials into the ministerium to ensure it would be ineffective. It's pretty fucking boring stuff, and de Corbet is a boring teacher. Uh, it sounds like he's just reading from a textbook within his mind. It is a dull lesson. Um, Grisha is unable to remember a few key dates, and de Corbet kind of mocks her for it, which she kind of takes, you know, kind of knocks her back a little bit. Um, Lem does not say anything for this whole session he is he's studious he is heads down working on his stuff i'm just gonna also i gotta say like while they're doing other stuff and whisper to each other it's like yeah both both of these were not high on my list they're fucking nerds right <laughs> but you say, like, you say it like slightly louder than whisper so everybody can be here in <laughs> no. the entire classroom no i'm just saying so that we <laughs> yeah. are, you know just to yeah. let you guys yeah. know as well like both of these were not high one one with the mental trauma there that could come back up and then uh the other guy not being able to keep up athletically mm. obviously you're not seeing the athletic side of it here um, mm. right but that's what's written yes so. yes so yeah, um, De Corbe says, um, I apologize for the. Hang on, no, this is how he sounds. I apologize for the boring lesson, but <laughs> these things must be remembered. Your next lesson is Faith, taught by Almanus Advance Lucille Bainid, attended by Dangi and Jerome, who I believe you have already met. This way. And he, he takes you. Yes. Uh, he walks slowly <laughs> in very long strides. I turn um, to uh, Lothar, whoever, whoever's next to me, is kind of say, it's uh, funny how I had a completely different 
teacher back when I was here, but he sounded exactly the same and class went exactly the same way. How, how, does, how does anybody that's why don't what why don't we teach people to use gun? Why don't we just use that? That's I don't want to fight anything anymore. Classrooms here. I trust you have a pleasant lesson. Oh, um thank you. Farewell, he says as he goes down the corridor. <laughs> so How this lesson can someone be walking sleep. <laughs> this lesson is faith and it is taught by Almanes Advanced Lucille Bainid, which is a specialist rank within the Order Hospitaller, um, which is actually a medical role. Um, but it's part of the sister battles, you know. That's faith, baby. Um, this is attended by Dangir and Jerome, who you've already met. So, this lesson is on the position of the Mechanicus, uh, and the position it has as a religious order, and how it's technically separate from the Imperial Truth, but operates within it. Um, Bainid uses this to show tolerance of different interpretations within the Imperial Truth that aren't technically incorrect and should be followed if the need, if needed. Um, she, she uses an example of feral world savages with a crude likeness of an Imperial Aquila. Is it accurate? No. Is it important to them? Yes. Should you encourage the worship? Yes. Jerome disagrees um, with the tutor here, says that venerating the Emperor must be consistent across all worlds. Um, the uh, the tutor mocks her quite savagely um, for this. Um, Dangir seems quite quiet. He doesn't really contribute as he has done previously. Um, uh, BGZ also makes a few choice comments in binary, um, but obviously I imagine you don't translate those immediately to those in the class. Um, could yeah, no, I... just you just hear burby, 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 yeah. and then like I just <laughs> shout it out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, could I get a perception roll from everyone, please, as well? Gladly. Perception. Oh, fuck me. Where you is perception? <laughs> oh, is that just a straight... Yeah, just, just a raw. Give me it to the, the nasty one. Damn, or family Wow. Wait, what? Wait, fuck what? Off. Wait. What? This makes sense, because you're more... Because we're still getting... Properly attuned to the surroundings. Yeah, We're going from class yeah. to class. You've done this. I'm also in like I'm in face class. I know exactly what's yeah. going on. What's so going Fabio, on your eye wanders and you look out the window. Uh, in the in the courtyard, you see a shuttle coming into land. Um, you see that it says something on the side of it. You can't really recognize it. All you can see is the words "plumbing solutions." There's two other words <laughs> above it, but you can't pick it up. Um, there is a a uh, bearded figure who steps out of it with a large toolbox and he's briefly in conversation with some of the staff before being led away. And that's what you see, just a bit of flavor. It's the um, toilet squad. It's the toilet squad. <laughs> <fixes the toilets. laughs> oh I noticed that he goes God. into the building. It's actually a last right one. back as well. For your party. <laughs> 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 so, uh, that is the end of day three. I would, um, so I'm, I'm not going to roleplay it, but at one point, yep. Fan would off speaking up about faith in general in that class in this. Doing his own thing, his own little zealotry. I mm. think Jerome seems more zealous than mm. the others in this class. She's very much on board with you. She's kind of like agreeing with you a lot and building on your points and stuff. Like she, she is mm. a real firebrand here. Um, so yeah, let, let's skip forward to you guys having dinner again at the end of your um, third day here. What wow. kind of ribs do you have for dinner? Uh, these oh, for are... love of God. Um, actually, it's just only chicken ribs. It was all they had left for now. Chicken ribs. <laughs> yeah. 
What the fuck's a chicken rib? <laughs> hey, <laughs> you asked for surprises. You asked for surprises. Surprise is chicken ribs. How? Okay, it wasn't fish. <laughs> fish rib. A fish rib. <laughs> fish oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> you know what? It's a fucking sandwich. It's a Mick rib. You fucking rib. I don't have too much to say other than those two that I already mentioned. Yeah. I mean, I'm not mm. gonna. One thing, as long as people have faith and it's pro humanity, faith, faith, faith. I don't have really faith. have a problem with it. Yeah, I agree. There's no sense in arguing. Yeah. Arguing over faith tends to cause more problems than it's worth. Make Whereas, me think that Jerem um, might be a risk. What? Oh, sorry. It's making me think that Jerem might be a risk. Jerome. Yeah, but you could also temper her faith in better. But mm. with, with what? A Melta? <laughs> yeah, Orfeo Mel is literally the man of faith and an armorer. He could do it. Just get out his forge and hammer, temper her faith. <laughs> Prepare to be tempered by daddy. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. Who's tempering? See, Grisha is tempering time. <laughs> Point being is, I still appreciate <laughs> appreciate the, the having faith. Uh, but yeah, maybe we need to open her at least to being more accepting of others. Strong in her own, but accepting of others. Yeah, I don't see that, that happening. Are you saying that they're trying to get rid of xenophobia in the Imperium? <laughs> no, no, they're trying to get <laughs> rid of... I guess it's still pro-humanity. <laughs> I mean, yes, she could be risky with uh, that, unless we do something about it. I can see her being the one that if somebody drops the banner or the standard, she'll be the one first to pick up again and lead the charge. Yeah, um, yeah but shooting the guy who dropped to... it in the first place. Yeah, is she also going to be the one to shoot somebody who shows the slightest sign of heresy? Heresy where? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, what's assumed to be heresy isn't. I don't follow. I know. We know. <laughs> I love you guys. Oh, that was great. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Well, look. Oh. And what do you ah, think of? Really chewy. I was obviously I was disappointed with uh, Hans and Harding today. The both of them, really? Well, uh, maybe not Harding so much. Like the thing with Harding is again. What he did was acceptable. However, the self-risk was unnecessary. Mm. Yeah. And then Hans, of course. Yes, there's no need for arguing. Failure is failure. Accept it. I'd assume there's other groups as well in the class that came back without damaging equipment I and think with there was a couple, completing yeah, the app. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So there. Was, so just because you do the job, there's people that can do the job, but no. without destroyed equipment. And we're looking for, to be honest, the best. Looking for people that can stand out. We don't want to get somebody that's huge as well, by themselves. I'll point out, Lane said, if you can't choose five, don't. Like, choose yeah. less if you need to. If you walk away with from here with one Stormtrooper, is the fucking best. So be well, yeah, I, I mean, creativity is good, but creativity for the sake of creativity is not... Mm. Yeah, you should be able to be creative, but also efficient with your creative thinking, not just creative. Which no, is point why my I honestly think Amen. Th those two in particular... 
if their skills were combined, they, you know, they work very well together. Mm. One is more mechanically minded and skilled, while the other is creative. You put those two together, if they're capable of working together, you might have something good. I know, I've had another idea of hands I've seen him argue. I don't want to be in a firefight and something happens and instead of instant reaction, I hear behind me two people arguing over who dropped the liquor or something stupid. To be fair though, you've, you've only heard this happen one time. I know, and we only have seven days to choose, so one time might be one time too many. You don't have the ability to be here for months at a time and do a full Well, you can analysis. also question him further. Mm. Uh, yeah, potentially. I want to see I'm going to be honest with you, I'm looking forward to how the the team games go on Wednesday. Yeah. I just assumed it was Which Wednesday. will be tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. Mm. Or we got to see how they're oh, how they're getting along. Yeah. So, should we jump forward to tomorrow then? Can we actually have a very quick I mean to pee? That's fine. Everyone quick quick piss Perfectly fine. Hold on, let me just do we'll a be quick... going on much longer after this. Oh, also, I okay. um, oh, so one. what I want to do for these breaks is that if we all just start yelling, it's really useful for me to edit these out. So if you all just start going... <laughs> can, I, can I opt instead to cry? Yeah, for three, two, <laughs> one, and... Uh, why? Okay, that should be why enough. Um, oh, okay. And then, then what I want to do is... How does that can... make it easier to edit? Well, here's the thing, Trot. We... <laughs> It'll pop up on Audacity as like a big burst of sound, but also... Oh, so you don't actually when... have to listen back to it. Exactly. Good. And also, when we start up again, I want to <laughs> scream again. So that for the person listening, it just sounds like we just scream and then come back from a break. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I kind of like that, actually. Also, fun fact, I've, this whole time I've been listening to winter storm ambience with icy howling wind sounds for sleeping, relaxing, and studying background. Bless you. Oh, bless you. Um, so I will link that here. I've been listening to that in lieu of music because it's helped me to focus better. Um, I kind of feel bad that I showed everybody up with their shooting. Like, that's... It's a bit rude, isn't it? A little bit, but, like, it was necessary. Can you imagine if in a job interview... Like a guy just barges you out of the way and uses the photocopier that you don't understand. Well, like, I mean, yeah, I mean that that'd be very useful actually if they were to do that. Like, give another person know. hiring you. No, maybe another person hiring me. But no, like, like that was what I was thinking of. Like, we, uh, uh, Rath mentioned like doing like the Robin Hood thing with splitting the arrow, right? Like, I was trying to think of like, God, how could how could we adapt this to here? Of me, like. You know, if we wanted to really test their survival skills, like I would take a shot with the long lives out into the forest or something like that and go, right, find what I just shot, come back with mm. it, kind of a thing, and do so without me seeing you come back from the forest. That could be really cool. So, I'm just going to get a drink, but yes, I'm still listening. Mm -hmm. I like that, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, do you guys like or this like, kind of yeah. structure of it where you're getting a lot more freedom, yeah. or would you like, prefer a more structured Go here, kill this these people. This is fine. Uh, I like it, this. Like I said, it's always a little tough, like right away in the beginning to get into yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. But, I feel like yeah. you guys are in it now. Like you're, hearing you guys just discuss what the crack is, it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. but yeah, I was gonna say my my picks just from early on in reading were uh, Jerome, Dagnir, Harding, and Hans. But only four. Yeah. There's others that were maybes, but... Yeah, I've got a big one here for Jackson. Maybe Dangir, but I'd really, really want to see what he's like 
If you read um, what was written for him, like it's not that he's this goody two shoes. I'm the I'm the leader. Blah blah blah. It's tried harder oh, no. because he failed. No, absolutely here. Uh, and I want to see how he operates in a group. And and Lothar is definitely seeing in him a lot of the same mannerisms that like um, an imperial guard commander would be like. So you know, I'm right. Hoity-toity! I know what the hell I'm doing. That that may be due to some of both. There's only security shit. Oh, um, for uh, Dangir. Gotcha. Um, at least that's where Lothar's head is at. It's like this guy is like this. Um, interesting that he was quiet during Faith and said absolutely nothing. Um, that's strange to me. Um, especially as. That was as far as answering questions or whatever, not repeating prayers or whatever. And I say, well, no, the, faith wasn't that. It was the more faith, like faith is about tolerance. History, that one. Yeah, yeah, and, and so talking about how the adeptus mechanicus there is just a different way, it, and, and how we came across the the the, the Puro guard drop pod um, with the dude who died, kind of a thing, and how but they were working that differently. He may not have had anything to say either. Like, well. No, but for somebody who's a leader, maybe you would want them to speak up a little bit more. And I find it weird that he was perfectly fine with speaking up in Tactica, but not in Faith. According I to guess. the grades, though, his Faith is is all right. It's B. an A. Is it is an A or? Oh a? no, it's uh, his piety is an A. His mental grade is a B. Uh, which are still good grades, really. Bear in mind, these grades are in comparison to. The yeah, other stormtroopers here. Even got the it. person who's got an F grade as a stormtrooper is still phenomenal. Gotcha, gotcha. Right. You know, if they're on those grades, if they're not good, they're shot, basically. So like Yeah. I don't know, like the people on the on the that just stood out to me on the just from reading, Dagnir was probably like number one. Like yeah. he's he's a you know, he's tried harder, he's a leader, etc. Like it all sounds good to me. It does, but if there's anything I've learned in the Inquisition, it's to not trust what people show you the first time. So I feel like there's something not... Well, yeah, but this is written by their superiors, not what they're showing no, but this, Well, this is also what they're showing to their superiors, right? So, I don't know. Who they're comfortable enough what? around to be normal. Now they're going to show off. Do we know why Dengir was not selected the first time around? I think you just didn't make the, the cut. Just admit. Yeah. If you're oh. not chosen, you're not chosen. Right. That gotcha. wasn't like okay. you, know, you threw a stone at the shuttle as it came in and was dragged off screaming. Um, oh, right. Just wasn't selected. Might, might not have been top of the class and was, you know, passed over. Right. Now, also, after, after mission stuff or, or training that we saw... Uh, Mune, uh, I would change from a maybe to more of a yes, although Gunnar is still, still a possible, but I don't know. I, I, I would agree with Mien over Gunnar. Um, just because they were in the class together doesn't mean we have to choose between those two specifically. True. No, that's no, I agree. Thing. I just, I, I like what I see so far from Mian in the sense of Mian can adapt to a situation. We need somebody who can adapt to a situation. We also need somebody who's going to follow orders and do like as best that they could do here too. Well, she adapted just... without destruction. 
Yeah, no, not only she, she saw the situation in front of her and adapted to it. Like, that's fantastic. Um, I, I don't care if she can't hit the side of a wall. A hell gun doesn't care. You just go, she and it's fine. Well, she just <laughs> didn't do as good. That's right. Yeah, it wasn't like she was a fucking stormtrooper aim versus. Yeah. Um, that's bad. It's, it's, I, I, this is going to create complications with Star yeah, Wars I, of this, you know because, but I know what you about. mean. Yeah. No, I know what you mean, though. Let's see. Hans, I wrote, argument broke out, no fui-fui. Um, the argument thing, like, I get that the argument is bad, but, like, everything else is is good, so the question there is, like... Did he start with the argument? We don't know. Huh? You don't oh, we don't know. know. No. Yeah. Okay, so we don't know if it was necessarily even him. I mean, it's not good that it happened in the first well, place. Well, socially with awkward, apparently, so he very may have done so. And just not realized it. Um, but just because there was one argument doesn't necessarily... Like, I just don't see that as being a hard no immediately because of an, an argument. I, I agree. I think Hans has an opportunity to show himself a little bit better here, and if it fucks up again, he fucks up again. Harding thinks outside the box. I wonder how Harding is going to be following orders to the letter instead of making improvisations. Because we, for for some well, of these I'm things, I'm fine with him doing getting creative and this and that. It's just there's when there's no need to do it. Exactly, so and maybe, I don't know if he knows the difference. Him, maybe give him a test of that that should just be simple enough to follow the orders and see, does he always try to overdo himself and do mm. something, or or does he follow when there's no need? Right. I agree. I wholeheartedly agree with you. Holy shit, even in the downtime we're talking about this. So, so that's a good I time think to it talk interesting about it. For me to hear. It's a good time to talk about it rather than waste more time, you know... Well, that's not, not wasted. I mean, wasted, we, we would be doing uh, this. Yeah, we were doing this in character too. So, like, well, so yeah, you know. semi. You can assume we're talking, but mm. we're not actually talking in character right now. Well, right. I I'm really enjoying this. It's so different for me. Um, <laughs> I thought, oh man, I'm after moving from like big combat session to suddenly, you guys are literally doing job interviews. I think mm-hmm. um, my player's gonna like that. Um, even Raph's taken it. A guy who prefers combat stuff. I was surprised. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I also, think... Grisha. I was. That's like a hard pass with the mental scraping and past <sighs> trauma that might come back up and all this stuff. It's just as good as Grisha as I agree. On, I would take them on for a like non-combat role, maybe that they could do other stuff. Hmm. But not, yeah, not they're not for this. I said just Nadia's too. Oh, nice. <laughs> I haven't fucking stopped discussing it, Raph. They're too immersed. Yeah, no, we, we genuinely are. Jesus oh, wait, we've got to yeah, yell, don't we? So, should we jump forward to day four? Yeah, sure. Cool. So, the first lesson of the day is melee combat, taught by Trill Abbott Hagen. Um, so, this is Gunnar, who is there. He kind of gives you a polite nod as he comes in. Um, this is focusing on unarmed combat today. Hmm. Um Angir is also meant to be in attendance. Um, Hagen is just about to start when he realizes Dangir is not present. The drill abbot turns towards us. Would you mind heading to the barracks and fetching him and teach him a lesson about attendance? Oh, I remember those lessons well. Turns <laughs> <laughs> to specifically with Samuel or all of us? Oh. All of you. I won't start the lesson without him. Um... 
is this a common thing for him? Um, and he kind of looks to the class, um, uh, and they kind of shake their heads. Um, someone from the back chimes in and says, he's been ill a few times, but not for years. What do you mean, ill? Well, just flu, Sick. you know, sickness. Tends I... to spread quickly in the barracks. Right, okay. But nothing uh, for yes. years. Well, let's go find him. Let's call it sickness, we should call it. Exactly. <laughs> Precious <laughs> flu. <laughs> Fresh there, there ought to be a reasonable <laughs> explanation as to why he's not here. I hope. Let's go. Where are the, the quad bikes? bikes? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, really, you really think someone like him is gonna purposefully like fuck off right when like we come, you know what I mean? I mean, Thumbs no, up. but I agree something's wrong. What's the shenanigans going on and how's it linked to the toilet? Exactly. <laughs> BGZ is having the absolute best time of his life once again. He is <laughs> loving this. Yes, yes, his hands up going. One. So, um, happy binary noises. <laughs> you managed to find Dangir's um, hut. Uh, these are all identical, but you have to find it based on his name and his dream that is outside of it. Um, the door is shut, but it is unlocked. I knock three times very hard. There is no answer. I open the door. The room is small, with little more than a bed and a desk. Where's our map? Uh, so you, where, there's where's our line of sight map? Where's Fuck the doors off. opening and closing? <laughs> so, where's the policy? <laughs> so the room is small, with little more than a bed and a desk. The metal desk is dented slightly in the middle. Dangir is laying face down on the floor his feet still in the bed. There is a splatter of blood on the wall and it is pooling beneath his head. He is not moving. Quick, Amelia. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try to see, you know, I guess diagnose that that's stabilized, right? Okay. Uh, when you roll him over, you will see a singed exit wound through his head, running from t one temple to the other. You also realize he is covered in bruises, uh, particularly on his hands and arms. And he has another singed uh, lasgun hole through his left leg. He is absolutely, completely dead. Can you save him, Amelia? No. And that's not kerosene for this <laughs> evening. <laughs> oh, fuck. That was fun. That was right. fun. It'll stop the recording now. <laughs> uh... Well, so Where are you it? saying then we can't get Dengar? I don't think so, no.